Hello and welcome to 60MW. I'm Chris and I'm joined by my partner in crime. It is the wonderful Mr. Adam Parry. Evening. Hello. Although, now, did, 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 you, did you say that? Should, is, do you always... Oh, Jesus wept. Right, <laughs> I'll start again. <laughs> did you mean to say 6MW or is this the ABC of gaming? Well... You're actually right. So um, there's a. I'm trying to dig myself out of a bit of a hole now. No, this is this is 60 MW because that's the mm-hmm. overall banner. And yes, this is an ABC of gaming. Technically, I guess it is um, because uh, we are going to be talking about some gaming stuff or a specific yeah. topic, shall I say? Yeah, um, we're not talking about growing vegetables on an, on an allotment. So yeah. Yeah, I've just fucked that up totally, haven't I? Um, no, I'm not going to start again. Uh, yes, no. this is the ABC of Gaming from 60MW, brought to you by your good friends at 60MW. Uh, <laughs> is that any better? It'll do, it'll do. Uh, so, well, anyway, you've got the... Oh, I'm already writing a, an angry email to Dave. Oh, oh, I'm sure you are. Well, funnily enough, you mentioned writing emails, because that will be something that I'll uh, I'll come to at the very end. I'm sure I will. <coughs> Uh, where if you do write a lovely email or even a shitty email um, you will have more of a chance of winning some awesome video game prizes we're, we're moving up in the world we're, get, we're actually getting sent proper real video games to give away to people how about that? Are we? Yes! Oh you kept that a secret from me can I <laughs> enter? Um, well I guess but it means you've got to send an email in or actually go onto Twitter but then saying that if we ran competitions when we did the same coin days you'd have probably won every fucking one because of the amount of emails you sent in so actually yeah why didn't you type bastards <laughs> well you know um, we're a, this 60MW is a slightly more reputable um, you know outfit than that last one that we were part of so uh... well then it's a bit like comparing Jimmy Savile to Peter Sutcliffe isn't it yeah. <laughs> I don't know who would prefer to be honest um <laughs> what in a sexual way? <laughs> oh, who's oh Mag Snog Mag Shag Shag Mary or, or Snog Jimmy Savile Rolf Harris Peter Sutcliffe or or Harold Shipman you could throw in there and well that'd be a fourth one would that be anal? Uh, <laughs> this is taking a very dark turn I have to say considering we're here to talk about something amazing uh, or is it um, trying to you know not blow my load from from I the I think off? I'd shag Rolf. Well, he, he could draw you a nice picture at least, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, so, well, he's the only one that's still alive, isn't he? <clears throat> uh, yeah, I think I'd marry Harold Shipman. <laughs> Why? Well, because I don't. I, was he? I don't know if he was married, but I don't think he murdered his family. So he's all. It's always useful to have a doctor around, even if they're a bit, you know, a bit dodgy. Mm. Well. I suppose as well you'd like him because he just he didn't he just murder old people. I, I don't want to murder old people. <laughs> you, 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 well, you've stated on a few shows recently that you're you're not the biggest fan of old people. It's a misconception. They just have certain habits that that, that irk me a little. Oh, fair enough. Okay, yeah. but but you don't have the. It's fair. I'll state for the record, you don't have the desire to to bump any off. Oh no, I'll go on record on everything. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure I'd snog Jimmy Savile, though. No, no. Well, especially because uh, he used to smoke cigars and uh can't imagine, you know, his breath would be very nice to... Well, it's just after, out of all of them, I think he's the one who'd have, have the most wandering tongue. Oh, God. Can we change the subject a bit? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Bestiality! You... <laughs> right. <clears throat> 
You you may for the, the eagle eared. Now I've said that a few times now. Eagle eared. You can have eagle eyed because like, you know, eagles <laughs> think of I'd say have got good eyesight. Eyes. Yes. But I've never actually heard of eagles having good ears. I'm assuming that they would do, but, you know, it's not necessarily... And I've thought about this when I've said it. Why the fuck would I say eagle-eared? I don't know. So, I mean, what's got good hearing? Prince Charles. (laughs) Uh, Gary Lineker. Yeah, he's another one. Animals with good... Bats. Bats Bats. have got good ears. Yeah, I did. Bats. So, yeah, but it doesn't quite go does it in terms of rhyming so for the for the bat ear amongst on. you e- eagle and ear that doesn't rhyme well it's kind of it's sounds a bit better than for for the bat ear amongst you <laughs> um yeah, well, mole mole eared because mole's got good hearing they've got crap sight haven't they oh okay um well mole eared sounds worse for for the um for the the um observant shall we say amongst the listeners you will observant know- so you mean eagle-eyed then Oh my god! I can't win with this. Can I'm trying to think for the, the for the um the people who who basically Ben's not fucking here. God, um yeah. So I was just going to say you've got the A and the C and not the B. Yeah. Um, but it's, which you know if people do tune in just to listen to Ben, um, sorry. But um and the other I suppose public service announcement before we actually get into the reason why we're here is because um. I did send a, a message out on Twitter um, that we recorded a an epic. I think well, it ended up being over five hours. Um, we were t- talking, but I think the actual final podcast was about four hours and fifty minutes or something like that. Um, four hours forty five. Uh, so anyway, what we've decided to do, just to I suppose a little peek behind the curtain. So as of re- recording, it is the twenty sixth of November. Um, and we want to get this show out, I suppose, beforehand. We're doing this, I suppose, you know, we we were going to potentially be doing a movie show or a, or a Sledgehammer episode. But we decided, with the PlayStation 5 coming out, we're both lucky enough to get our hands on one. We've had it for a week now. Um, and it's crazy, isn't it? A week has has gone by. And, and you know, you're leading up to it. And, and you know, on the day as well, it's like, I'm not, it's, it's not going to be real until it's here in our hands. And now it's like a week's past. That's kind of crazy, you know, I yeah, suppose. It was the, the closest I've come to Christmas since I was about nine. Yeah. Is what it felt like. It it was pretty awesome, I have to say. Even though at the end of the day, you know, from my point of view, and I think from yours, you're just waiting from, uh, for a man from Amazon to drop it off. Uh, so it's not, yeah. not like a midnight launch or anything like that. But, uh, you know, obviously with the current climate that we're living in with uh, lockdown and whatever, I know that various people like Wayne and others, um, that game did do a sort of like a special click and collect on the day for to, to pick up uh, consoles and whatever. So that's good at least. Um, charge 10 quid to pick it up from store as well. I don't know. You know, he didn't mention that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, so anyway, I've lost my thread. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was it. We were going to be doing potentially like a movie show or something, but we mm. thought, you know what, fuck it, the PlayStation 5's out, so let's do a special ABC of gaming uh, so we can talk about our week-long impressions of you know having the PlayStation 5 in our hands, finally. Um, sort of like the, the from the uh, from my point of view, 
actually getting it open and holding it in your hands and putting it together and you know looking at it in the flesh as opposed to watching videos and then going through the the ui and everything the controller the loading uh you know all the different little features that have got some of the bugs that have happened you know been announced that we may or may not have encountered some of the backwards compatibility potentially the games um so i think those are some of the things that we're going to be chatting about you know just generally our thoughts um because like you know it's seven years isn't it since the playstation 4 came out uh, it's been a long time i mean i remember we we were talking about the need for new consoles when we were back on the same coin mm. we felt like i mean we were wrong in many respects because you know think about the games that have come out in the last couple of years uh there's been some re belters uh and make no mistake but we were like probably three years ago two and a half three years ago saying oh, i wish they'd just announced something yeah about, the, about like the ps5 or the, the follow-up to the uh, Xbox or something because I don't, I don't know there's always that that thought that they were underpowered last time they came out a bit which they were in some respects but there's been some some fucking wizardry that's gone on with those machines in yes the last, in the last couple of years yeah and then we've, we've had the half steps if you like kind of I suppose yeah. the um, Xbox One X and then the PlayStation 4 Pro uh, well, not for me well no I was, I was still rocking my launch day PS4 which I find amazing, I have to say. The fact that, well, not the fact that you've just had it since launch day, you know, but also that um, you, you didn't upgrade or all, it's still running, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, to, be, to be honest, like the, before before the five turned up and uh, I finally got around to clearing my space and everything, when I unplugged it and, and, you know, just put it there knowing that I didn't need it anymore, I felt, I felt a tinge of sadness mm. putting her away, to be honest. It was like, it, was, it just felt like you know putting a dog down or a cat down or something. It's just like <laughs> don't need well not because they're ill, but because you've just had enough of them. Yeah. So it's just like oh, I don't need you anymore. So I put her on the floor, put her on the floor. Fucking hell, <laughs> like it was a she. And yeah, I felt a little, a little twinge of sadness that I, I would probably never ever turn it on again. Hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, um, I mean, you, you know, you might be able to flog it for like a hundred quid or something maybe potentially but we we mentioned this last time you know i don't think you are going to look to sell it are you you know no i mean i don't well i could sell it i could sell it as an air raid siren because if you (laughs) if you put last of us two or red dead in it you know yeah that will warn people that gives people a four minute warning put it that way yowza yeah uh yeah i mean the the pro would um would sort of get when it got hot the fans would kick in and you'd be thinking oh fucking hell i remember taking my playstation 4 apart once and and like you know it did did gather dust um and i've seen a video of the playstation 5 being taken apart and apparently has it got like its own little kind of dust catcher or something yeah the two little sort of dust catchery bits underneath the top flap but uh I like, yeah. I like that word, flap. <laughs> <laughs> no, because oh, before it came, I, I was trying to complete Red Dead 2 um, in time for this turn, for the five turning up. Mm. Whether I did or not will be revealed, but it was quite near the end of the game. I mean, I thought Last of Us 2 was loud mm-hmm. in that thing. Yeah. It got to a couple of missions near the end of that end of Red Dead. Wow. It, it, I mean, already it was a massively huge humongous noise coming out of it but it just kicked it up another notch that i've never heard before i may as well have been playing it on a washing machine it was amazing mm. 
Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's uh, and, and noise and acoustics, I guess, of the, the machines mm. themselves is something that we'll perhaps talk about. Um, yeah. But yeah, there, I'll circle back to the reason why I brought this up, you know, and the, the you know, I suppose, that, like I said, uh, sorry for that Ben's not here, but I mean, he hasn't got a PlayStation 4. He did manage to get his hands on a, an Xbox Series X, uh, but... Um, well, it basically didn't work. <laughs> so it, it didn't work, and he couldn't figure out why he had one. Yes, well, that will be so. Anyway, the, we recorded the um, the epic near enough five hour show a uh, week and a half ago. Now was it? Near two weeks? I think so. I'll be interested to hear that because I f- I was flagging. Yeah, I was definitely flagging at points during that. Well, and that's a long time. That's a long time it, to talk. It is, and and Ben was pissed. <laughs> um, so there's going to be lots of talk about uh, him licking 24-year-old Minge. Uh, mm. Lots and lots of talk about that. Uh, and then, um, yeah, so that's going to be released closer to Christmas. So I suppose you will be hearing this before then. And I think it's just fair to say that um, that big show will be released uh, just before Dave closes up shop for three weeks over the Christmas period, I suppose. So it'll give you time to listen to it, um, you know, because there won't be anything else released for about three weeks. Uh, and But there will be, obviously, things will be a little bit out of sync because at that show was released a week before the Xbox Series X was was released. So it's kind of like we chat a little bit about what we hope for the new consoles and what we'd like to see in them. Uh, and then we just talk about, you know, um, well, amongst other things, 24-year-old 24, 24 Minge, um, but also, <laughs> uh, you know, our, our favourite games of this generation. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, we were up till one o'clock in the morning. Well, our our, our favourite games of last generation, because we are now in this generation. And there you go. And that is a lovely, lovely segue uh, into what we're going to be talking about, which is PlayStation 5. Um, so, you know, uh, this came, the PlayStation 5 came out a week before uh, it, um, it in America than it did in Europe. So obviously there's been, you know, videos, unboxings, comparison videos, comparing the size of it to the Xbox Series X, you know, to the older consoles, uh, you know, just just loads and loads of videos so i've been digital foundry videos which i've been enjoying i have to say you know just yeah i've watched i've watched the whole gamut of videos which yeah i I was a bit surprised at myself for doing so but it's just that curiosity thing it is yeah and just getting excited for um you know the the whole thing what's to come and, and everything and then there's been loads of i suppose whether you want to call it misinformation or there's been just sort of like uh, lots of conjecture about, you know, ooh, does the cable, is it a 2.1 HDMI spec, you know, and, oh, it's really loud or it's, oh, it doesn't do this. Oh, all the wankers have come out since. Which, yeah. To be honest, I expected. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, as, as much as I think they've have fueled, I suppose, this whole comparison stuff, uh, we've mentioned Digital Foundry, mm. Um you know, they've been having a bit of shit as well because I follow them on Twitter and, and they've been getting a lot of uh, shit off people, uh, fanboys, if you want to call them that, because, the, you know, there's some games that run better on the PlayStation 5, um, you know, compared to the Xbox Series X, which, considering the Series X is more powerful in terms of, like, I suppose, just pure grunt, um, you know, people aren't happy about that. And, yeah. and, and then, obviously, the lack of um, launch titles for the Series X and... You know, so it's just I mean, been. I just say, be happy with what you got. You yeah. know what? You, anyone who's bought any machine, they've got a machine that's going to last them a few years. 
And yep. we all know like specs on paper are one thing, both will be better at one thing, one some things over the other console. It's always the case. Yet, like I said, on paper, it's the, the X is more powerful. It may prove that in the long run, but I've always sort of compared it to cars. So, like, if you look at a Japanese car, you know, get something with like a like a two liter engine or two and a half liter engine that can do 180 miles an hour, whereas you can get like a 5.6 liter American muscle car, and it manages to do about 120 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's, it's about the architecture inside, and I can't be asked to go into all that, but games will be great on both consoles, so whatever you've got, just be happy. Yeah, and I think from, uh, we'll talk about games in a bit, but you know, from PS5 point of view, I mean, off to a flyer, <laughs> there's no doubt yeah. about that. Uh, but go. yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the, the launch lineup, you know, and um, argue whether some people think it's a, a weak lineup, some people think it's a really strong one, possibly the strongest yeah. one for a long, long time. Um, but I think generally, personally, if you are uh, somebody that gloats over the performance of a games console compared to somebody else's or another manufacturer's games console, you're a sad little cunt, to be quite yeah. honest. Especially if we, if we look at I mean, if you look at like the Digital Foundry videos, half the time you're talking about one or two frames a second. Yes. That is nothing to get an erection over. Nope. And it's it- like arguing, ah, oh, her. My round of toast has got 15 more crumbs in it. It's, pff, it's, with it. it's baffling, it's isn't it? It's baffling. But, uh, yeah. Uh, well, so, some might say Sony shot their load a bit early because we ended up with, uh, I know we both did, with, uh, well, I did, with uh, two games and a joypad a week earlier than the console itself. Well, that's right, yeah. So um, the, the Thursday beforehand, um, the DualSense controller turned up. Uh, and mm. if you ordered any other little peripherals, you know, like the camera, I guess, and the uh, media remote. Um, the headphones. And the headphones. Charger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they all turned up like a week before. I mean, I was just like, if that's not just the world's biggest, biggest cock tease. Oh, <laughs> just. I don't know what it is. It was um, great. It didn't half make that following week really, really, really eek. It dragged. Yeah, Mm. it it, it did seem to drag, you know. Um, So, but anyway, like I said, we've had them for a week now. So let's let's kind of go back a week and um, to that sort of initial unboxing. Um, So... Just well, what once you've lifted the box up because that was a meaty box. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's lucky I've you know been working out a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, it, it, the first thing to, to say, I mean, I, I took a picture and I, I sent it privately to you. I think you guys because yeah. I boxed up my PS4 Pro, which is a little bit bigger than the, the standard PlayStation 4. Um, you know, but putting those two boxes together, you, you know, it's it's clear to see that the the PlayStation Five is huge, you know, yeah. uh, in comparison. And it's not all box because my one my one uh, criticism, not that I give a fuck, but the uh, the box quality was very thin. Mm. Okay, I must admit I didn't notice that. I, I have to say, <clears throat> but all of the packaging was really thin, and, and once you'd taken the contents out, really quite flimsy. Okay, if you compare it to like the like the um, PSVR box was nice and thick and you opened it up and there's like a hinge and a ribbon and all sorts of stuff and it was quite posh. This was proper basic, but it needed to be to, to house the thing within. Like I said, not a criticism, more an observation. Yeah. Because it's a box. It's Yeah, it's gone up in my loft. <laughs> and yeah. I probably won't see it for another seven years or <laughs> however long. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Um, 
just so yeah you know getting everything out so obviously you get some of the standard stuff you get the controller you get power cables you know the USB C cable uh, HDMI cable um, and so the co- the console itself comes with a stand which yeah. So there's two ways that you can uh, display it. You can either have it standing vertically, which the stand then screws into the bottom of the console. Um, so you can sort of like stand it up as a tower, I guess. Or you can light flat, which is how I've got it, because that's how it fits into my unit. Um, and then the actual stand itself, which is obviously a piece of plastic, um, yeah. it, it kind of attaches itself to the back of the console. Yeah, a couple of little hooks, isn't it? And, and nothing more. Yeah, now, my, I suppose I haven't got that many criticisms, but the one criticism I have got, and I said this to you, was that, you know, when you're sort of like getting it in place, you know, and you, you know, you're jiggling with the wires, you know, and you're not going to do that very often, I'll be honest with you. But then, you know, say a few days later, I was then getting my VR set up because the adapter uh, arrived for the, the camera. Yeah, that, that That is my concern. I haven't got my adapter yet, but because I've got the, because I've got the first adapter, first edition of it it doesn't do hdr pass through so if i want to use vr i'm either gonna have to just i'm gonna have to just play vr for a while and then unplug and replug the other h the um hdmi cable in because otherwise i'm losing the hdr stuff which i don't want to lose because i like it yeah oh yeah it's i mean hdr is i mean when they um sort of like introduced hdr and you know talking about 4k consoles etc um I found that HDR had a, a dr- more dramatic effect than, you know, saying playing a game in um, reconstructed 4K or whatever you yeah, want to call it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. HDR just seems to add so much, you know, extra to to the, the visual sort of like impact of, of what you're playing and, and what you're seeing um, than, than, you know, the, the difference between, say, playing a game at 10, 1080p or 1440p compared to, say, 4K. I think HDR lighting can add so much more personally yeah, no, speaking I agree with that um so when you check it out of the box what was the first thought that came into your head when you when, when you took the little sort of egg box things off the side you unwrapped its little mini duvet what, yeah. what was your what was your first thing that came into your head uh it's fucking big <laughs> it's big um no and and uh just uh, before i go on i suppose going into a bit more detail about that is that yeah. my, my one criticism is of that little plastic stand if okay. you if, if you stand it up vertically then i don't think there'd be any problem with it because it screws into the actual console itself but if you lie it uh, horizontally then it doesn't like it doesn't click into place into anything no, so if you move slides yeah it? you just have to kind of position it so it's sort of uh, it sits right but then like i mentioned if you if you moving it around a little bit to get new cables in the back like an external um hard drive or uh other bits and pieces like i said you're not going to do it very often but i did notice that it, it would slip out of position so that would yeah. mean i have to take the whole console out of the unit to then put it back into position and push it back sort of like carefully if yeah. you know what i mean so yeah, I th- although i would say that- at least, at least the back of the console is flat this time because I, I I plug mine in when I put it in place and then I put all the put all the wires in and I found all the slots fairly easily. On the PS4 was a bit of an ass because you've got that sort of slopey backside on mm, it and yeah. I, could, I could quite easily lose where the where the uh, ports are and uh, that caused me a bit of a headache. But I have yeah I did yeah I plug my external drive into it and managed to do that very quickly without too much fumbling. Yeah. Just use one finger just to find the hole. Oh, <laughs> and the flap. Um, yes. <laughs> but it's it's one of those where um, it, it's quite minimal at the back. I mean, like, there's two HDMI, there's an Ethernet port, there's a power cable, obviously. Um, yeah. 
think that's it. There's no optical. Yeah, you know, no. yeah, yeah. Uh, that that's been removed um, this time around. Um, so, and then at the front, you've got the USB, um, uh, another USB connection, and you've got the USB C connection, yeah. uh, which I must admit I found handy because all my slots, all, all my holes are filled now. Um, are they? Yes, because, well, I've got the um, external hard drive in the back. I've got the USB yeah. camera in the back. Uh, I've got a... Uh, no, I'll tell a lie. What have I got in the back? Uh, I've got the... No, I've got the VR. Yeah. I've got the camera. So that, those are at the back. And then I've got the... Uh, oh, is your external one at the front? Externals at the front with the oh, USB-C. so annoying. I hadn't thought of that, to be fair. I was just hoping that... I could have a nice clean front console, and no. at the back I could just plug everything, and I didn't. No, think no, no, about no, the fact no. Ball bag. Mm. Yeah. No. And then, uh, you know, so oh, and the other thing as well is the USB-C cable that it comes with is relatively short. Um, yeah. So from my point of view, I, I sit about six feet away from my TV because it's a mm-hmm. sixty-five inch beast. So you know, I like you know, I, I sit a fair way away from it. So um, I've actually invested in some. I mean, they're not like six quid from amazon but you know some longer usb-c cables just in case because yeah. when we get to the controller you, you if you play with playstation 5 games you need to charge it every day pretty much i found anyway mm. uh but again well we'll come to that because again we, we might have different experiences but yeah, yeah. I was about to answer your question then i mm. mean my initial thoughts were it's big and i mean how it's one of those when you've seen the pictures and videos of it on YouTube or whatever. I don't think it does it justice when you act, until you actually see it in person. Now I got the disc version. I have to say, um, yeah, same I, here. I was prepared to go digital, but um, I, I didn't want to fuck about with the pre-order because it was one of those where I think the disc version came out slightly quicker than the digital version, and I didn't yeah. want to miss out. So I just thought bollocks to it. I'm just going to have the the disc version because I'm you know I, as I've said before. I, I mean you you and I are different in this respect, so, but um, I rarely buy boxed games anyway so it makes no odds to me um but i just didn't want to miss out on that pre-order so yeah i would yeah i always plan to go disc because I, i've said i've got a lot of game i've got a lot of box games um so that was just yeah i, I still like box games yeah but yeah looking at those looking at those uh photos even if you look at like um you shut it down if you shut it down it shows the picture of the top of the ps5 you know where the the white flaps end and the big black cock in the middle is <laughs> it, that still that picture on that screen looks a damn sight narrower than mine does in real life mm. it's a it's a big big boy it, I, I, my first thought was fuck me that's massive it, yeah and it's not just like kind of lengthways it's sort of depth as well isn't yeah. it because it, like it's height as well it's yeah it's uh it, it is a bit of a beast i mean um you get your money's worth just as far as as per kilo and square inchage. It's yeah. a uh, it's a big big bastard. And and in some ways, I mean, like you know, if you look at the Series S and the uh, Series X, and then preceding that, the Xbox One, um, the Xbox One X. Um, I mean, even the PlayStation Four, I guess, was a slightly funky design in as much yeah. as it wasn't just a box. It it had a bit, like you said, it was a sort of a bit more angular. Um, yeah. So it that was slightly funky, uh, which I quite like, but it still had that kind of console look to it. Whereas this, it almost looks like a piece of modern art. <laughs> almost. Yeah, not only has it got the audacity to be massive, and, and and again, I'll say 
I was still not ready. For, I cleared an entire shelf of my uh, entertainment unit out for it, thinking, yeah, yeah, it'll probably take up maybe a third to a half of it. That'd be fine. Oh, it it's colossal. It is massive. It's, it basically takes up the whole thing, but it, just the height of it as well, like the it's. It's as high as a PS3, if not a bit higher, isn't it? Like the old bread bin version. Yeah. It's a... Oh, it's huge. And, and I mean, you know, if you look at, suppose, the, the history of the consoles, you know, PlayStation, uh, the original PlayStation, and I'm not talking about the variations or whatever, but, you know, the original PlayStation, if you look at that, you know, I suppose it's it's that was tiny compared to this. I mean, it's probably, mm. like, um, maybe a third of the size, if that. I don't know. If you perhaps... Well, maybe half, perhaps. But it, it, and then the PlayStation 2, quite like the design of that. Um, yeah, weird. You, well, but at the time, that was quite weird, weren't it? They're like a black monolith which which had a yeah like the base of it was only filled up sort of three quarters of the top didn't it so it had that kind of step on the yeah. top that was quite weird at the time yeah. yeah um and then the playstation 3 um which was a beast as in its set again if yeah. you had the original one um i mean i uh, i'm gonna say i didn't want to talk too much about the variations but i had the um the, the original playstation 3 and then that broke yeah. Um, I missed out on the PlayStation Slim, which I did quite like the design of. Um, yeah. uh, so, but then I had the PlayStation Three, like the the final version, if you like. Which, oh, is that the one with a slidey top? Which yeah, resembled mm. sort of like an, an old style. I don't know. Just it reminded me of like you know old analog VHS type stuff. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, which I quite like. I mean, we still got it. I only use it for a Blu-ray player, but it's yeah. it's one of those where. Um, uh, the reason I bought it was because I was playing uh, Dark Souls on the PlayStation 3 and I got so far into it, you know, I was almost at the end and then the PlayStation died. <laughs> and I was like, I can't not finish this frigging game I've played it for hours and hours and hours. So I went out and bought a PlayStation 3, but obviously that was the model at the time, which was yeah. one, one of the cheapest ones you could get. Uh, but it does feel cheap, I have to say, you know, it does yeah. feel quite plasticky and, and whatever. So with the, with this, and obviously the PlayStation 4, and the Pro, the Pro is essentially like a kind of a, a double PlayStation 4. Yeah, well, like a triple-decker, isn't it? Like yeah. one, one, one's a... The PlayStation's like a bacon... Like it, well, it's like a bacon and chicken sandwich, whereas the Pro's more like a BLT, so you've got that third slice of bread in the middle. That's it, yeah. Whereas or this, a club sandwich, sorry, not a BLT. A B, well, I, I fancy a BLT now. Um, but this, in terms of design... You know, some people think it's ugly. Um, I had my reservations on it. I think when I was like, like I said, watch uh, videos or sort of photos of it. But I think actually getting it and looking, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's a box that sits under your TV if you want to put it into basic terms. So, you you know, you're not going to look at it. But the thing is, you are kind of drawn to it. You know, I I must admit, (laughs) I do end up looking at it as, as almost like a kind of, what the fuck you know in some ways <laughs> but then at the like, same time it just i'm quite impressed with it you know as well yeah. um it, it does it's it's certainly a statement you know what i mean it's yeah I mean, the audacity to be that big and then to be that look at me ish as well it's uh it, it's it's a ridiculous beautiful beast um because I convinced myself that like oh no in real life it'll be more slender than I think it is there it'll be it'll be smaller and then it turned out to be bigger than I thought and it's yeah it's got a audacious design nothing's flat it's some weird warped thing the paddles are warped on top it's got like the 
bum bum of a disc drive on it as well. It's, mm-hmm. but I really like it. I like it because it looks a bit mad, mm-hmm. and you know, PlayStation Four didn't look the most. The, the maddest thing about the PS Four was the fact that half of it was shiny and half of it was matte, and that was about it really. This, but this is bonkers. It's slightly bonkers, and I kind of think I like that. Yeah, I do too. I must admit, it's uh, it, you know, like I said, I'm looking at it now, and I just think it looks pretty awesome. <laughs> if I'm being yeah. honest, um, but again, as I said, it's just a box that for you to yeah. play games on. So I'm not going to get too sort of, uh, uh, you know, it, it, that's not to you know, I don't want people to think. Although we are, I suppose, slightly fanboying over it, but it, uh, it, it's it, if you want to drill it down to brass tacks or whatever you know it is basis form it is just a box that plays games and that's what matters yeah, but yeah it, it does look awesome uh, i have to say um so yeah um and then so the big thing with the the playstation 5 um is the controller the mm-hmm. um which like i said we had a week beforehand and there yeah. was like you know we I was sending, comparing notes on it when we over yeah, whatsapp sending you pictures of it comparing it to the dual shock 4 which i have to say i mean i wasn't a big fan of the dual shock 3 uh didn't like it at all and so much so i thought because i felt that the r2 and l2 um my fingers could just slip off them really easily yeah so and i think because you'd been playing or i've been playing with a, an xbox 360 controller which is an awesome controller for so long yeah. um then the DualShock 3 was a bit crap. But then they, uh, I bought some, I think they were like £2 or something. Um, you could buy like the little clickable triggers that, that you could manually put on them, which, yeah. changed, which you know, made it a lot easier to play because, you know, my fingers didn't slip off. So I really like the DualShock 4. I think it's a great controller, you know. Uh, I think that the ad, the the addition of the microphone in it was good. Uh, you know, a bit gimmicky in some ways, but it's yeah. just I like the way that it it did different things that would add you to you know uh, get you more engrossed in a game. If you like, yeah, I always like the little speaker when if you found audio logs or something yeah. uh, in a game and it just played it through that. I, I thought that was nice. I like yeah. the radio chatter in Grand Theft Auto through it. I like the facts. Even the light bar when it flashed red and blue when you were getting chased by the police in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, little things. Yeah, just just little things that get you more sort of like you said um, uh, engrossed with with the game. You know, more yeah. drawn into it. So I really like the Jaw uh, Shock Four. Um, it added the touchpad as well, which they yeah. you know used to a certain lot. You know, some to be games fair, more than anything, it's just an extra two buttons, isn't it? It's usually like a map screen or an options screen, but it's yeah. actually really easy to find because it's fucking big. Yes. Um, so. When the dual, we were comparing them, and um, but the big thing about them is it's got haptic feedback uh, mm. built into it, and there was a lot of talk about the 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 um, adaptive uh, triggers, adaptive triggers, yeah, which is uh, R two and L two, and uh, it, the, the 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 general design is still pretty much the same. You've still got the touchpad, you know, you've got your share button, you've got your uh, pause button, you've got your PlayStation button, which is slightly different design. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got your microphone button now, uh, which so you, you can mute the microphone. So you've actually got uh, you you can talk through the controller, you know, to your yeah. mates if you wanted to, I guess. Uh, you, you know, so um, yeah, because I'm just looking now. There's no button uh no button there's no hole uh there's lots of talk about holes and flaps in this i like it <laughs> there's no hole to put a like a, a controller it um sorry some headphones in uh to the the controller is oh no there is yeah there is yeah the fuck am i talking about sorry it's dark in this no room idea. i can't i can't see the hole <laughs> <laughs> ignore me um 
but it's a well-hidden hole. You have to you have to prod around quite a lot before you can enter it. You do, yes. I like to go in by touch, but, uh, but anyway. <laughs> um, tip touch, sorry. Um, so, yeah, even though Ben's not here, we still do, obviously, do the cock and ball gags. you got to, yeah. haven't you? Um, yeah, but if you put, if you, you know, you hold them uh, both in your hand, ooh, uh, um, there's definitely more weight to the dual sense yeah. than there is with the dual shock. Um it's- fairly significantly bigger as well yeah like it like in bulk i think it's it's more co- it's got more common in shape with the with the xbox pad almost in the dual shot the dual shot's kind of well prongy is the only word i can think about it and because you've got your your thin bit at the top then you've got your two prongs coming off it so prongy is the term i'm going to use mm. and the thing is i remember when I, when I first picked up a dual shot four i thought oh this feels really premium and then I picked up the Dual Sense and thought, "Oh, this feels really premium." Mm. And then picked the Dual Shock Four up against, thought, "Oh, this feels really cheap." Yeah, and clicky and clacky and noisy. It, it, yeah, it does, and that's the thing I would say about this uh, console in general is that it does feel like premium, doesn't it? I think, yeah, uh, particularly with the, co- the the controller, it it feels like it's really good quality. Um, you know the D-pad is good. Haven't used it much, in t- you know, for gaming particularly. But uh, you know the analog sticks feel like analog sticks. I'm, I don't think there's going to be the issue that happened with the original um, uh, DualShock fours with the you know the launch. Um, oh, the, is that the dead zones? Or no, the rubber. The rubber would sort of oh, come off, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing, because I've still got my launch uh, DualShock fours as well. And it was only, I think, week before last, I realised that I'd worn away the rubber on most of the of the sticks. Yeah. Uh, nothing around the rim. The rims had been stripped bare. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, but that happened. That was quite a common thing. And it even put to a point where companies would sell little uh, sort of like rubber things for your analog sticks to yeah. replace them. But then, uh, you know, I think they acknowledged that. And then the sort of the later models, um, you know, would would be fixed so that wouldn't happen um so but the controller itself um now i will talk about games in a bit and how i guess how it, it uses the uh you know the the new features yeah. on the controller but overall i think this is an amazing controller in terms yeah. of the you know the stuff i've experienced with it with some of the games uh you know and it's it's just like example being um i've played obviously some of the playstation 5 games um astrobot which we'll talk about in some detail shortly uh which is essentially a demonstration of the controller isn't it yeah uh yeah, you know that's why it's there that and a history lesson yeah more. oh yeah uh so you know that goes that does it it's it's almost like um so like with the wii you'd got wii sports as a pack-in and so, you know, uh, with the Wii U, it didn't have a pack-in. It had, was it Nintendo Land? Which, you, But that wasn't, it was almost like you had to buy that sort of separately or buy that particular pack. It wasn't something that showed off the, it, or, or, sorry, that Wii Sports was something that showed off what the Wiimotes did. And you instantly yeah, got showed it. showed off what the console was about, exactly. Yeah, yeah. whereas with the... Um, uh, Wii U, which I think was potentially one of its downfalls, it didn't have that packing game to sort of like show off what the Wii, yeah. the, the tablet did, you know, um, which you know I think was its, to its detriment really, because there, there was that whole thing go: is it a new console? Is that is it a handheld? You know, whereas obviously the 
resolve that with the Switch, I guess. Um, yeah, their, their messaging for the Wii U was a mess from the start. I mean, to us, it's obvious because we follow it. So you know, we never thought, is it an extension of the Wii then? No, yeah. it's obviously a new console. But to your layman or to your 70-year-old lady who had been playing the Wii, the Wii U is just confusing. Yeah. Um, but so I think it's... And, and so um, Astrobot comes packed in. It's already... Yeah. Essentially, it's already installed, isn't it? You know, there's, yeah. I think you just have to update it. Um, it's it it's should on... be the first thing you play. Yeah, to be honest. And um, I'm surprised the system the system should actually lock itself until you at least add ten minutes on it. Because <laughs> um, so, why not? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm with you on that. But we'll we'll talk about Astrobot yeah, in we'll a bit get, when we get we'll, to the game. But I think going forward, there is a, a real opportunity for developers to to really engross people i mean we talked about the um you know having that speaker which it's still got but having that speaker in the controller and having this amount of feedback from playing the games is just incredible i mean you know that when the xbox one came out and they were talking about having the 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 triggers so you'd be able to feel gear changes you know and you'd be able uh you know when a a gun's firing you'd be able to feel it and i mean i had an xbox one and i think um Somebody described it best as they felt like you know electric toothbrush, uh, you know, sort of like <laughs> motors. Electric what now? Uh, t- toothbrush. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Toothbrush. <laughs> it, you know, they, they the motors in them felt like a you know like electric uh, sort of like toothbrush uh, hmm. motors. A small vibrator. Yeah. Whereas this is the real deal. I mean, you know, you've, if people have seen... And again, it's one of those. I think it's a bit like VR. You can't properly explain to somebody how amazing it is until you, somebody actually experiences it for themselves. Yeah, Sony are really good at bringing things out that you can't dem- demonstrate or explain well without use. Yeah, um, but we'll do our best, like I said, yeah. when we come come to the games. But it it is... And I'm really excited to try... It's like one of those now where, like I said, I've kind of like flitted between PlayStation Five and I've played um, some a PlayStation Four game, yeah. um, and once you've experienced the adaptive triggers, you kind of miss them when they're not there. Yeah, uh, I can see how, how quickly it, it turns into a feature that's just not there. Rather than it's going to be, it's rather than going, oh, this is how it uses it. It's going to be, it's going to stand out more. Because it'll just become like second nature. Mm-hmm. You'll still notice some really different examples of it, but you always it, already I'm expecting it to be involved in every game. And if it's not there, it's like, huh? It, it's that thing of, <clears throat> like you said, VR, like going back to flat gaming, like going going and playing something now with with absolutely no support, especially if it's a um, like a PlayStation Five new game. It's going to feel like the control equivalent of a flat game. Like, mm. like a, oh, it's a it's a non-feeling game. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I think uh, you know. So uh, I'm already so impressed with that. I mean, it really does feel like there's there's a lot to be impressed with this console. Yeah. You know, I think there's a, a lot. Um, but the controller is probably the one of the biggest highlights. Um, you know. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about that more when we come to the games. So um, the UI is different. Um, yeah compared to the PlayStation 4, because that's kind of changed a bit, and not massively. I mean, one of the things that the PlayStation 4 added was uh, folders, um, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, but So wait, I'm, I'm going to boot mine up now, so I can actually have a look at it whilst yeah. I'm... So, so I don't forget anything. Ooh, uh, did you notice that the first time you boot it up, you get an extra thing? 
Oh, remind me. I've forgotten it's, since then. You, you turn it on. For the, and it only happens the first time you turn it on. You get like loads of swirly blue particles that kind of meet in the middle and go, and then they explode and disappear. And then you're left with like with the background. And all you get after the first time is you now get that sort of um, sparkly, dreamy background. You don't ever get that uh, sort of explosion of life. Oh, okay. So does that is that the same when you have it on, like you actually turn it off? Or, uh, yeah, if you turn it fully well. off, turn it back on, yeah, you don't get that anymore. Apparently that's a that's a one-time only thing when you first ever power it up. Ah, so I'm oh, curious. Okay, so if you reset the console, like put it back to its factory settings, I'm sure it would, it, I'm guessing it would do it again. But it's yeah, a bit... I'm not going to, I'm not going to be doing that. But <laughs> <laughs> Bit of an extreme, I guess, if you just yeah. want to experience that. And it, but mind you, it would be very weird if it still didn't do it again. Ah, yes. That would be odd. That would be be a bit odd, I have to say. Uh, how did you um? How did you find the setup when you first turned it on? Um, pretty straightforward to be honest with you. So yeah. the, uh, you can download the the PlayStation app, or or if you've already got it, um, there's an update for it so that it will you know incorporate PlayStation Five stuff now and various other things. So one of the things that that I found quite useful was, um, and it's not necessarily a new thing because when the Xbox One came out with Connect, and once you'd set the camera up, I mean, ugh, I should have when I think of the Connect, <laughs> was that you know you could scan in barcodes and uh, not barcodes, yeah. uh, QR codes and stuff like that. So it would take you straight to it rather than having to type in loads of shit and whatever. So the the the, the um, rather than having to sign in, um, it, it uh, gives you the option to use a, a your, your app. Um, doesn't it yeah. and, a, and type a QR code in or type a code passcode in and it just then yeah. does it all for you pretty much found that lovely do you want to sign in with the app I've got the app open yes app says register a PS5 scan this code doing in done oh so before then what was quite nice then before we get started when you're setting up your time and all that crap or your country or whatnot. Do you want to install a game? Do you want to put a game disc in now so it's all nicely installed for you by the time we've finished? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, thank you very much. Yes, yes, I will. Yeah. But that... yeah, it, quick download. There's, there's the obligatory uh, update of the system, which came down fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, then then that was it. I was like, okay. That's, what, oh, sorry. I did, I, did, um, I did turn it off and then I did put my um, yeah, external drive in as well. And that was painless. Just yes. getting that attached. So, yeah, surprise. Considering the more complicated things get, the more I fear setting them up because it will just, I just always convinced it's going to be a ball ache. But this was relatively painless or completely painless. And mm. within, yeah, within 20 minutes or whatever, that was it. I was like, oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah, that's so uh, that that was nice and easy to do. Um, and yeah, so it's it's similar in some ways, but it's different in, in a lot of ways. So, yeah. Uh, it's taken me a few days. I'll, I'll be honest with you to get to grips with the the new, if you like, user interface to a certain degree, because um, there's two ways that you can n- navigate around. You know, so if you tap on the PlayStation button, um, then that brings up like your your shortcuts at the bottom of the screen. Yeah. And you can customize those, but the general ones that you've got is that you've got a home one, a switcher, which gives you the ability to switch between the last things that you've been doing. So uh, the last game that you've been playing uh, or any other apps that you've had open. Um, So that's relatively useful, I guess. Um, Notifications, which you've had before. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's called Game Base now, which is essentially... 
friends list, isn't it, essentially? Yeah, and I sent you a, a message, because we've been on, obviously, PlayStation for a, a while now, um, yeah. but I sent you, I wanted to be your close friend. You did, you did. <laughs> Just so I can reveal your name, even though I know it's you. Um, so, yeah, and it's just it's nice feeling knowing that you're my close friend on PlayStation. Uh, I felt your little hug through my haptic feedback. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, yeah, that it's, it's now game-based, and that's where you go through to get all your parties and, you know, all your friends, you know, requests and your chat and party chat voice chat etc there's a sound option where you can choose your output devices and your speaker can uh, balance chat and everything and you know the general volume of things which is quite useful um because i had my headphones just plugged in yeah uh, so I've just been able to sort of like switch out quite quickly, you know, between the out, you know, the, my sound bar and then the, the headphones is quite nice. Um, and then you've got your microphone again, which you can sort of like alter the the, the levels on the microphone. Uh, any accessories you've got, uh, then your profile, and then your power options. Um, there are options you can add, such as like for VR and and other bits but i've just kind of left it at that really i haven't messed about with it or changed anything about how about you have you done no anything? I, I haven't to be honest i haven't been in as many menus as you, as you have i haven't because i haven't still haven't uh, plugged any headphones into it which i probably should do um mm. i haven't dabbled with that or the microphone or anything i've just really i mean i barely used the switcher either i've i've, <laughs> I've basically used that for power Okay. As much as anything, or if you're doing it from within a game, and then obviously you, you get additional things up there as well. Yeah, so that's if you just tap it, then you get that sort of yeah. like little menu system appear. And if you, but if you hold it in, it takes you back to the main menu. Which oh, does uh, it? Okay. Yeah. Did, did you not know that? <laughs> well, no, because the first one's home. So I just press, I just tap it, and then press X, and then I'm back at the home screen anyway. Ah, uh, okay. It don't feel like much of a shortcut to me. Yeah. So yeah, if if you just uh, if you're in a game, say if you just tap, uh, if you hold down the the, the home uh, the PlayStation button, it then takes you back to the main menu, and then you can you know go to the settings. I think all the settings generally are mirror pretty much what the PlayStation Four settings look like. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I think yeah the base home screen and the settings that you have access to are virtually the same. It look. I mean, it's a four K version of the of the PS4 one, you get different, you get a nicer background for each game. The icons for each game are smaller because of mm-hmm. the resolution. It's in HDR as well. So it yeah. just pops off the screen if you've got HDR TV. There's a few things, there's a few things in different places, but once, if you look at what options are actually available on that main screen, they're virtually the same. So it's not like going, it's not, yeah, you're not going onto something where you won't have a clue what to do. You might not be able to find anything. It might take you a little bit of time to get used to, but that's because, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, we've got seven-year muscle memory of using a different UI. Yeah. So the fact that I can navigate this fairly easily and I'm learning some of the new stuff on it pretty easily is pretty good. Yeah, so that the shop I found... Um, oh, that's it, nice to have inside the UI rather than having to load up the the app. Yeah, but it's just, like, it, it's it's a bit overwhelming because it kind of just throws everything at you like uh, i mean you can search for things um but it's it just it perhaps feels a little bit overwhelming at the moment i have to say but it's 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 fine you know and i say i'm not spending too much time in that uh it's almost like you you feel like you have to scroll through everything to try and find some of the things that you may like or whatever but or yeah i haven't quite figured out where everything is yet as far as like um what's on like the sales and stuff i haven't figured out really where they are as an option yeah 
Um, I think. But, I mean, in terms of, like you said, sort of, uh, you know, just looking for stuff or... or um, your games, you know, the the most recent games that you've played. Um, and, and what I think is a major difference between this, and I'm sure, you you know, because I had a PS4 Pro, so I can only imagine that the PS4 standard version was was potentially even worse. But it did feel like when you turned it on initially, like the PlayStation 4, it did feel like it was chugging a bit. Um, yes. And, my, you know... Uh, even- my 4 was painful sometimes just, yeah. just so sluggish to move around now and so like i said to load the store took ages even just left and writing on and going into the folders and stuff was was getting really slow yeah i mean it uh, did speed up a bit once once i'd started to move everything across to an external drive it'd speed up a bit again mm-hmm. but it was re- it was still chugging and, and the one thing i'll say about this is it, it's not chugging this thing's snappy as fuck it's, it's very zippy, yeah. Mm. I mean, it, it does, like, you know, you click on something and it's there, it's done. I mean, I know no, that sounds like, you know, well, you should expect that, but we, we, because we've been used to, I suppose, these consoles for the past seven years, yeah. having something that just instantly works, like even your trophies popping up as soon as you get oh, them. Sinking trophies on the PS4 was very slow. Uh, you know, and, and so that's like, it's that's just, nice you know and, yeah. and 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 the the, the menus themselves even the so i suppose you've got the icons of your games at the top of the screen but what i like about them is when you uh move the uh the cursor or whatever you want to call it over that particular game the music will then change to suit yeah. that game you know and it, and it's just all of you know, all of that is just nice. It just feels nice, you know. And and even with, because um, I've got a selection of PlayStation Four games downloaded as well, because that that I want to play for backwards compatibility and various other things, um, and games that I haven't played before, which run better on the PlayStation Five. Even those are, are there as well, you know. So it's not just yeah. like they're focusing on the PS Five; they are incorporating the yeah the the PS Four as well. And that was one of the other things, wasn't it? Because um, there was that all that hoo ha about you know before the actual consoles were released you know oh, not con- we're not sure whether all the backwards compatible stuff is going to work properly and there's some games that aren't going to work and that is true I mean there are you know th- th- there are some games that I mean you've got one haven't you a VR one is it yeah. Robert Robinson Rob- is it yeah like, like I said yeah there, there was all this we don't know what's going to work or what because Sony didn't do any didn't mention anything about backwards compatibility about la 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 compatibility until about what two or three weeks before launch it was just really quiet wasn't it that was a weird yeah. thing it was almost like you know the xbox series x there was like digital foundry videos there was there was lots of information coming out you know there was comparisons there was this that and the other and th- they seemed to be like sending out loads of information whereas like the ps5 it was almost like radio silence yeah. which well they I did think- that stupid thing when they when they did the deep dive talk they were saying oh they they said we're looking at the top 100 games yeah, and it was like, oh, what does that mean? Have I got any of the top? What's the top hundred games? What it turns out they've done is, you no, know, to all intents and purposes, ninety nine point five percent of the back catalogue just works, mm-hmm. which is fine. <laughs> I wish they would have said a bit earlier, but at the same time, I'm not fussed that they didn't make a massive song and dance with it. But I would have liked to have known if they'd have just said, yeah, ninety nine point five percent of games are going to work on it. Yeah, and so because I think that, that 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 just fueled a little bit of worry, didn't it? And people mm. c- getting concerned about, oh well, you know, if only a hundred of the games are going to work, you know, well, I've got fucking more than that, you know, yeah. or and I'm so happy it was, that my back catalogue 
I've still got it's the first time I've swapped console and I've actually got a back catalogue of stuff there. Yes. Because I'd swapped from Xbox uh, PlayStation to Xbox to PlayStation again. Yeah, this is the first time I've been able to keep all my games out and keep them relevant rather mm-hmm. than having to find space to keep another console and another fucking HDMI port to fill in with another console. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I like it. Now, now I've got used to it. I, I do like it. Um, yeah. I mean, whether it will, hopefully, it will stay this way. But I mean, I mean, uh, I'm sure that there will be, um, you know, things added and changed. Yeah. Well, they, they don't change that much. I mean, the, I'm trying to think. The big change, like in seven years on the PS4, the biggest change I can think of is they added folders. Yeah, yeah. Which, true. if they did that again further down the line, fine, because I quite like a folder. Yeah. Um, but there you are, and and so and so you've got your main few games at the top end of the front screen. But then if you go to your library, it will then differentiate between PS5 and PS4, what's installed, what's not installed. So that's all quite nice and neat and tucked I away. I do wish it would automatically just list stuff you've got installed. Yeah, you do have to select that, don't you? Yeah, that's it's only one, one click away. But I'm, yeah, yeah, I know, but I that's know just me being facetious. And I, I, th- I don't, I know I've got well. No, I just want to know what I've got installed. <laughs> That's just easier for me because I'm an imbecile. Mm. Well, there you go. I mean, so I say I've got a few PS4 games which uh, I haven't played yet, uh, but we'll get onto those shortly. Um, so then there's one of the other new features which I wanted to talk about. I don't know if you've had a chance to to use it because um, mm-hmm. I don't think you play very often with uh, other people, or you know, I think you generally. Uh, you're a single player aren't you you know yeah i mean it's not because i don't want to it's just because i don't know anyone yeah so one of the things well you know me now we're close friends you fucker um (laughs) well if if you wanted to test something out i'd be happy to do that i'm only your close friend as a statistic for you uh that's true that's all i am a fucking statistic just makes me feel happier that's all terrible husband (laughs) um is the they would they talked a little bit about this this new thing like uh, I think they call are they officially called cards or like kind of um, so but but basically I've, I've, used, I've used some of the cards during Astrobot I did after you mentioned them and I forgot I forgot about them so I yeah have, I have used them in a game but I've not used any of the stuff with multiplayer are you going to talk about like screen sharing and that kind of stuff a couple of things yeah so there's, there's yeah. the cards which um, are um, remind me a little bit of the snap icon or option which came in with the xbox one but that was really shit and complicated to use but this is like you know if you if you tap on the um the playstation button which i've said which then brings up you you know some of the trophies um and this is i should say developer driven so it's not you know, not every game is going to have this. There's only a, a select number of games at the moment, which tend to be the first party ones. But for example, like we said with Astrobot, um, and we've we've done this before. You know, if you're stuck on a section, or if you you know you want you're looking for a trophy and you're not quite sure how to get it, it gives you the option to click on uh, essentially like go to a picture-in-picture version of, of that thing you know because there's some collectibles in astrobot that i was looking for and i could you know i'd missed a couple so and normally you just go to youtube wouldn't you and you think okay i want to find that whereas this gives you the option to actually click on the card and then it will you can watch that sort of like 20 second video uh and and it doesn't tell you exactly where it is but near enough pretty much yeah Um, it doesn't show the collection it just shows shows where you need to be yes which uh, I thought it was great because uh, yeah. I'd forgotten about the card system until you mentioned it. And I thought, well, I'm, I'm still playing Astrobot. 
there's still a few things I need to get. So okay, I'll 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 just choose one of the levels, and rather than look around for ages, I'll try the card system out and see if it works. And uh, yeah, I thought it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it's really, really, really clever. Um, so I'm just hoping that more developers, you know, kind of make use of that because, like I said, it's on an individual basis rather than yeah. you know uh, mandatory. I mean, like with Miles Morales, um, it's if you click on the on the PlayStation button, uh, it will tell you roughly how long that level is going to take you to yeah. complete. Which again, it's a nice little thing to have because if you're sort of short for time, you know, if, if you you clicked on that and you think, okay, this is going to take me ten minutes, or you've got ten minutes left to complete this section you think oh that's fine but then like i looked at it last night and um it, it said oh you got 35 minutes to go i was like well it's coming to bedtime i'm, I'm not going to do this now it's just yeah. a nice little thing isn't it it's just a yeah it's nice a, and it, it works we will we'll get we'll, we'll get to this anyway but it works and it help it helps because of load times in certain games as well Yes, I've totally missed a, a section, haven't I? Um, no, 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 I don't think we've got there yet, but it's just... Um, but no, so then the other thing that I, I didn't really know much about, to be honest with you, because um, I know that one of the things that the PlayStation 4 did introduce, I mean, remote play was one of the things which I kind of like went ape shit over for about a week you know yeah. i was like oh wow i can play the playstation 4 i'm a vita that's yeah. amazing <laughs> and um, then you realized it was missing a shoulder button and it's like oh this is horrible yeah and or you had to be really close to the router because it weren't very good no uh, so i think that promise of you know playing red dead redemption on the toilet wasn't quite as all it was cracked up to be i mean no. you could you, you know with the vita you know it had the back touch uh, where you, I suppose you could use your your extra triggers, but yeah. that was shit. To be honest, it weren't with you. the same, was it? it was not no. the same. Nice idea. Yes, um, but from what I understand, you can connect your PlayStation Four to the PlayStation Five if it's in another room and play your PlayStation Five on a PS Four. So that could be an option for you. Yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, anyway, so but so, so then there's been other things like the is it share play where you know you can watch somebody else's video or you can yeah. play an hour of it you can play an hour of somebody else's game um and that whole thing was designed to give other people an opportunity to play that game or if you were stuck on a section to be able to uh you know take over for somebody and then do that thing for them and then yeah. essentially you know virtually hand the controller back over to that person you know do you know you, what i mean you could also play the you could also play the same game at the same time and share your screen and watch your friend play the same game along with you sort of thing yeah because so I, I was thinking back in the day playing resident evil games with my mate it would like we would we'd often phone we'd play the game we'd be on the phone talking as we went through the game mm-hmm but it'd be awesome if we could have just like yeah pinged a little pinged a little video up in the corner of what they were doing in the game, what we were doing in the game, or if we played at the same time, it would have been just just an interesting little option, I think. Yeah. So this expands on that. So um, Pete, who I, I regularly play multiplayer games with, you know, um, we we finished Borderlands Three together, you know, recently, and that yeah. was on the PlayStation Four. Um, but. He mentioned this on Twitter, and, and I'd sort of thought, oh, I'd be interested to sort of like see see how that works because I'm not a big fan of watching other people play games. If I'm being honest, uh, yeah. back when I was a kid, and you know, you'd go and watch somebody play arcade games, you know, because that you got no money, <laughs> so it's like <laughs> you you could that was the the thing, wasn't it? You'd go and stand yeah. in the arcade for a few hours and watch other people play video games, which was fun. Um, but the, the thought of doing it now, and I know it's huge, like Twitch and all that bollocks. I'm just not into it. To be, you know, it's just not a thing for me. Um, so, but I was sceptical of it, I have to say. But anyway, um. 
I, I um, sent him a message the other day. Or he, actually, no, he sent me a message and said, uh, you know, let's have a chat. We weren't really playing anything together. And so, but then he was playing Demon Souls and I was playing Spider-Man. I was like mopping up a few trophies and whatever. So I wasn't really sort of like paying 100% attention to what I was doing. But we tried out the um, picture-in-picture share screen option Mm -hmm. and it just works really, really well. You know, you can either snap it to the side uh, or you can move around a little... It's almost like the size of the... um, it's probably a little bit bigger of the icons that are on the dashboard. Yeah. Uh, but you can move it around the screen, you know, around the edges of the screen to suit where you want it to, to be. Um, and I must admit, you know, we spent two hours just chatting and I was ended up watching his game. And it is, and it is like, like you said, one of those where you kind of get engrossed with it and you like you, you, you're talking about what he's doing. And then he's sort of like kind of keeping a little bit of an eye on what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm watching him playing and saying, oh, what's up that path or what's down there or, oh, you know, don't fall off that cliff. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> helpful little hints like that. But it, again, it's just a nice thing to have out the box. Um, and I've, found, I've done it like a couple of nights in a row where we've not been playing together. We've been playing separately. Yeah. But just having that, because particularly now with what's going on with, you know, social isolation and people not sort of like having that, personal contact yeah it's just a bit of contact with a bit of context as well yeah and it's great it's really nice you know and, and currently he's him and his friend are playing through demon souls and what they've agreed to do is sort of like play through the levels like almost together yeah. and experience it together in that way but separately if that makes sense yeah no, so, yeah that's that's kind of what i was what i meant when i, when I said that would have been cool back in the day to do that like with resident evil 4 and 5 or whatever yeah so it's very it's cool it's just an, it, again it's another little thing um so other than, I mean, the games are, are one aspect that we're going to talk about shortly. The controller probably being one of the ma- you know the biggest highlights of this console in general. Yeah. But then I think not far behind that are the loading times and or lack of, shall I say? Yeah. And the the general speed of the system and the way the games load and I tell us tell me what you think about that. I think so, so. Well, from what I've played, um, I said I, I haven't played that much on it. I've only I've only played two proper games on it. Uh, well, two PS5 games so far, and um, finished off a PlayStation 4 game. But the the speed at which things load, uh, for like Astrobot, click on your little icon, that's in the main menu within a few seconds. Um, but it's not that. It's the fact when you're using the card system, you could be on a completely different level. Go through the card system, think, oh, I'll try for that trophy on that level. And you click on the card and it just zips you away, zips you back in within about two and a half seconds. Mm-hmm. And Spider Man, like, that's ludicrous. I mean, I did, what's that, from from cold screen to, to loading, well, to title screen, probably less, well, easily less than 10 seconds. Because mm. uh, you've got your your usual gump of like you know, Marvel and yeah, all yeah that crap. Sony Entertainment. Yeah, but then to to look from, from the main menu to load your saved game, two seconds. Yeah, and it's the same when you. I did, I did try the fast travel a couple of times just to see what it was like from one end of the map to the other. Yep, to fade to black, fade up there. It, yeah, it, it's, it's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous, and yeah, this is kind of what we wanted for for fucking ever it, it, yeah it really it, and, and you know and I, I haven't seen it or experienced it 
uh, in person. But from what Wayne said, because he's got a Series X, is that that is just as quick, you know, yeah. and it's it's just and and that's got the quick resume feature, which I think yeah. is slightly different. This the PlayStation hasn't got that, whereas no. I think you can have up to maybe five or six games on the go, and you know you can switch between them. Uh, you know, as at will kind of thing. Whereas this does have the switch feature, but it's it's not, uh, I suppose, as uh, yeah, it's rebooting the game every time, isn't it? Yeah, it, it doesn't feel like it needs it. I mean, I can understand if you. I mean, quick resume. I like I, I like the idea of it. Apart from there's, there's things about that not all games support it, which would be really irritating if I had mm. an Xbox because I want it either all or none. But um, I don't generally have that many games on the go at once anyway. So I, I don't think I'd ever have five separate games where I'm a bit of the way through because my brain can't keep up with that. I don't think yeah. you'd have like maybe two on the go and I'm quite happy to do save points or, or whatever. But yeah. the speed in general of, of both machines is, is, is refreshing to say the least. I mean, even um, obviously I'm playing Red Dead 2 off an external drive. Obviously, no way near as quick as um, loading it off. Well, if it had been like a PS5 game off that SSD, mm-hmm. but it's still it's definitely it's definitely cutting a large a large chunk of that initial load. Like on the PS4, I always put it into um, rest mode, yeah, so I could just get back into the game once the PlayStation had booted up from rest mode. Once my folders are loaded up, once buttons were responsive enough to go into that. On this, I didn't have a problem. I just, just shut the game down, load it up again. Yeah, we're not, I'm not talking five, ten seconds or anything like that, but it probably knocked a good 25, 30 seconds off the load time. It, it mm-hmm. seemed it seemed a lot quicker just to get back into that, and that was one of the slower games on the PS4. I think to actually get that initial load was massive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like Days Gone, that was a a bugger uh in terms of loading times as well uh which i've gone back to um and you know it it is considerably faster and like i said that's that is on an external ssd um but you know it's uh it it is quicker i think generally because of the you know the the system you know from playstation 5 but playstation 5 games you know i suppose um uh you know are uh really really quick yeah. like you I'm know i'm expecting all of them to be as quick as spider-man because you know first part i imagine first party games will have a bit more time put in just to actually get those things moving as quickly as possible because i've seen like assassin's creed valhalla is you know a bit longer to load than than say a spider-man or anything but if you compare it to the one to two minutes i mean like witcher three on ps4 oh. mm-hmm. now, if we're going down to somewhere between between 10 and 20 seconds or whatever from you know from a couple of minutes that's not bad and if first mm. party are even quicker bring it on yeah and i think that's the thing i mean because i've had um ssds in my pc for a number of years now and so i've kind of i suppose experienced some of that speed but this you know like I suppose the difference between that and a games console, you know, but booting up the UI like Windows 10 and everything is just really quick, you know, within seconds it's my computer's loaded and then, uh, you know, if you go into some of the games, they load really quickly and everything. So I'm kind of, I suppose, in some ways used to it, but this just, I think because of the PlayStation 5 games, like the, um, you know, the exclusives loading so quickly like Spider-Man, Despite the, the, from the from the main menu to being in game is shockingly fast. 
It's it is pretty amazing. I mean, like it, with uh, Demon Souls, uh, watching Pete play. You know, if he's died within a couple of seconds, he's back in the game. You know, if you compare that to say like the PlayStation Three, where you know you're going to die a lot in that game. If you, if if you had extensive loading times, you would just get pissed off with it. Um, yeah. But just being the ability to be straight back into the game is pretty remarkable i mean it is it, it like i said so the point i was making is although i've been used to ssds this in itself just feels really awesome <laughs> you know what yeah, i mean I, su- I suppose that's what that's the one thing consoles have is that it's optimized to be a console and play games yes and pc's always got the background stuff yeah well, that's it, isn't it? And I think because it could say a lot of that. So um, as fast as SSDs have been, you know, for me on the PC, this just seems perhaps that touch quicker, you know, mm-hmm. um, if I'm being perfectly honest. Although um, but- having said that, navigating through the card system and going back to the sort of the sub main menu, if you want to call it that, where the cards and that are, there's no lag, no nothing. It just works. No. It's it yeah it's pretty pretty cool, um, but then so the one thing that I suppose I, I you know get in my head around a little bit um, was the the uh, on board storage is what was it is it about six and six hundred seventy something meg or something like gig? that meg gig. meg yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's it's not like a terabyte. Um, it, it and and you but you'd think wow you're going to fill that up really quickly. I've got all the games I want to play on the yeah. system, and I'm not you know I've still got about 130 gigabytes left. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I'm not overly worried about that. The PlayStation Four games are all they they don't get stored on the PlayStation on the on the SSD for on the PlayStation Five, do they? No. So it's like that. You have to have external storage for those, don't you? I don't know. I think you can move, you can move them across, can't you? Can you? I don't know. I think so, but I, I don't I don't see the point necessarily. Um, I'm because I don't. Th- it's, if you bang it on the SSD, it's not going to suddenly like drop loading times to two or three seconds. No. So I'm more than fine just having those on an external on a big yeah. external drive. Happy to yeah. tuck everything away. Anything I do download still for the PS4 automatically downloads to that, and I'm fine. And I think the the hard drive. For a good while, will be good enough. Will be big enough for me to keep the PS5 games that I want on there. I mean, it might change in a few years, a couple of years time when you get more and more, you know, PS5 only, say indie games or whatever. Could be problematic, but by then, I'd like to think they'll they'll you'll be able to put those on your external drive as well because that's what you can't do at the moment is is to store PlayStation 5 games on your external drive. I'd be fine if they let them, if you if they'd let you store them on the external and then move them back across if you want to play them. I'd be alright with that. Mhm. But yeah, the moment you can't. I think that's what I'm I was getting at but I got it mixed up but yeah. uh, but yeah. Um but yeah, yeah, I mean that you know it's um that's fine for me at, at the moment like you said. So and I've got a good few games on there. And I think if anything I'm looking at it from the other point of view of it, it's just going to help me focus on the games that I actually want to play yes. rather than ha- having a, a shit ton of games on there that I'm never going to play. No, no, I think I think you're right. I've been fairly regimented how I've used this thing so far, which is odd because I have exactly the same games catalog I had before last Thursday. Mhm. But now I'm just being way more regimented in my approach. It just seems yep. to have focused me a little because it works and it's quick. So I don't know. Just maybe there's that internal excitement of having something that works and is quick and is fluid. It's just mm-hmm. zoned me in a bit more to concentrate a bit more on one thing rather than just fritting around all over the place. Yeah. Um, 
have you had any bugs? Because there's been a few. I mean, mine crashed, um, but I think that was more of an issue to do with the external hard drive. So it because it hasn't happened since, and I've so I've got um, a, a an SSD, and I've got a um, a, a USB connection. Uh, yeah. a, a cable that goes to it. Um, I bought a cheapo one off Amazon, um, and I had similar issues on the PlayStation Four where it would say the external, you know, the external hard drive wasn't removed properly. Yeah. Uh, so we need to rebuild the system, or there was an error. So I'm, I don't think that necessarily I'm not blaming it on the PlayStation Five, um, you know, because it did seem to happen. So I bought a a, a better one that was. Um, mentioned on a digital digital foundry video it's a, a yeah. sabrent one um and i've had no issues with that since uh, since i've swapped it over so i think maybe it was potentially like i said a bit of a sort of like a bit of a no-name crappy cable yeah um i've had a couple of games freeze but nothing major i mean um there's been uh, like any game i mean like ben unfortunately for him like i said he had an xbox series x out you know um and he hooked it all up and it just didn't work you know it just it, it, uh, i'm we, not it, convinced he pressed on <laughs> oh you know plugged it in properly uh, <laughs> did he check the fuse you know yeah, um, probably had it plugged into the power but forgot to plug the cable into the back of the xbox yeah uh so i mean it, i'd be pissed i have to say if that yeah, happened uh you know I after all that anticipation happy. and waiting um but you know i think he he d- dealt with it quite well uh but it, so i've not really experienced any bugs i mean there's one where i, th- I saw it on twitter and apparently um it, some people have complained about coil wine or like a noise um yeah and then they've taken it apart, and there's like like a little sticker which has been <laughs> affecting the, the the overall noise, which we haven't got to yet, but we, we will. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, I must admit, I'm I'm half tempted. I don't want. I'm not going to because I don't want to touch it. Now it's it's here. Yeah. But you take it apart and have a little look inside just to just see to if, see if the stickers like. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but. Um, so uh, nothing I, c- I can complain about particularly. I, Pete, I think he had some issues similar to me about the external drive, leaving it in rest mode uh, and then turning it on. Um, but I think if you had, if you did it from a fresh boot, it was fine. So people were a bit wor- worried about leaving it in rest mode. Um, I mean, I've done that and I've not had any issues. Um, but at the same time, I've turned it off as well. I, I generally leave it in rest mode if I'm sort of like, playing a game or something like yeah. that or if i'm charging the, the controllers um so but yeah nothing really major myself anything for you i've had i've had nothing i've had nothing i've had no crashes yet at all nothing freeze on me the only weird thing was um when i was playing red dead um when i put the disc in obviously the discs in the console when i turn it on only on Red Dead doesn't do it for Spike doesn't do it for Mars Morales, which I've got on disc as well. It used to make a, a really loud noise for about ten seconds, mm-hmm. like it was spinning the disc at about forty-five million RPM <laughs> for yeah. about ten seconds, and it stopped. And then, weirdly, during, when I was, again doesn't happen with any other game which I played on, which I got on disc, but with Red Dead, like every hour or so. It might spin up for about three or four seconds and then stop again. Okay. So I don't know if that's the specific to Red Dead. Just because, just you know, 
spoiler for Red Dead, but my my yeah my PlayStation, like I said, sounded like a hovercraft during that. Five, not a, not a peep out of it playing Red Dead at all. Apart yeah. from it, it just go, and then just go away again. Yeah, I was like, that's weird. Okay, but it's gone. But because you hear stuff about oh, it make, these things are starting to make noises. When it starts to spin up, it's like, what's that? What's that? Is that coil wine? Is that? And you is panic. That, what's going yeah. on? What is it? Oh, it's the disc. Right, fine. Yeah. Carry on. But yeah. But apart from that, yeah, I've had no, I've had no crashes of any other description at all. Yeah. Which is nice. That's good. So uh, it's, I think I had, now you've mentioned that I had a similar issue because I've got Blood and Truth on yeah. disc. So I wanted to install that because I wanted to test out like VR uh, just to see if there's any sort of like visual update if you like because you'd imagine yeah. that there would be because mm. there was from playstation 4 to playstation 4 pro yeah. um you know because i played uh london heist on both and you could tell the difference in terms of there was more detail it felt sharper it looked sharper on the on the pro compared to the playstation i think battlezone did as well um so you would imagine that with the you know the grunt that the ps5's got that it would enhance um, you know, PS VR games as well. And I've yeah. watched a video about Blood and Truth and I think it, it does uh you know, it plays it in four K as opposed to what whatever resolution it was before and I think it's generally sharper and all that kind of jazz. But yeah, when I put the disc in to install it, and that's the other thing is the install install time seemed quicker as well. Yeah. Um is it did do that and I was like, what fucking hell's that? So because I wasn't playing anything and it wasn't installing at the time. It was just there. I just left it in the drive. Yeah. Um, so when I took it out, obviously it hasn't happened since, but yeah, I, I, I think, I don't know if that's just, it just like, Ooh, there's a disc here. Should, should yeah. I be doing something with it? Um, but then, but I, mean, but then I was playing, of course it's going to spin every now and then. Of course yeah. it's going to need to get some data off the disc every now and then. What am I thinking? But mm. because it was making no other noise, it just became really apparent when it was spinning a disc. Whereas it, in the four, I couldn't hear that. Di- that disk drive could have been going as quick as it wanted. I wouldn't hear a fucking thing over the fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but um, you know, I, I say not had any real problems myself. It's really quiet. I mean, yeah. the console itself is just, you know, it's you can barely hear it. Even with like playing Spider Man and some of the other games, you, you think that you know, quite graphically intensive. Um, I, I, one thing I am a little bit worried of, and I put my hand behind it just to see, feel how hot it gets, you know, yeah. in the unit, because it's it's not enclosed, like it's not like locked in, you know, there's not a, a drawer or a cupboard or anything like that. Yeah. But it, it it's it takes up a fair bit of space, and you know, I'm just concerned that it's going to get hot and that the air, the, the hot air, isn't going to dissipate properly. So you can feel the warm air behind it, but it's not like roasting. I'm not overly no, yeah, worried. But, but from what people say, you'd expect you could put a you could put a bit of bread behind it, leave it there ten seconds, and then pull out toast. Mm. But, nah, it's not like that. No. So there you go. Uh, right. So uh, should we talk about some games then? Yeah. Why not? Um, because backwards compatibility is going to feature it with the games as well. I mean, you've, mm-hmm. you've already talked about Red Dead and a few of the things that have you know you've noticed. Yeah. Um, now, from what I understand, so. 
No, I know. I know we've been getting fairly technical, you know, so it might bore some people. But obviously, you know, we, we are going into some detail, not to the le- lengths of Digital Foundry, but you know, we are. <laughs> no, because that's all foreign, and I don't understand half of the language they use. No, this is more of our experiences with the console, and I think hopefully a lot of people who haven't had the unfortunate, you know, unfortunately had the chance to get their hands on one will hopefully enjoy just listening to the the general things and our experiences and little things that have come out of the the you know what we've experienced um so but what i understand is if if games on the playstation 4 had unlocked frame rates uh then then the playstation 5 will essentially make them 60 frames a second you know yeah. It will it will take the, a game that ran at an unlock frame rate, and just take it up a notch, you know, to make it run at sixty frames a second, no problem at all. If a game was locked at thirty frames a second, it will stay locked at thirty frames a second, and it won't change. So, for example, Red Dead Two, uh, that was designed to stay at that on console anyway. It was yeah. designed to stay at that um, setting, so it will not be improved in any way on the playstation 5 is that right that's fair to say isn't it yeah yeah i think if yeah if if the if the frame rate cap was at a software level then that is what it is unless developers go in and and put a patch in that that, that's the same for ps5 and for xbox yeah so there's nothing they can do about that because the game the, the 30 frame limit is baked into the software so there, but the, there are, you know, again, watched a number of videos that there are going to be games that are going to benefit from that uh, improvement, if you like, in frame rate. Um, Days Gone being one of them, yeah. um, which I, I, can't, I can't remember if I talked much about that on one of the previous ABC of gaming. I don't think I did. I don't think um, you did a lot. No, I mean, I've got it, never played it. I will so, get yeah. Into it. I completed that earlier on this year because uh, it was one of those games that I, I bought at launch and then played it for about an hour and then didn't bother and um you know of this year obviously that's going everything that's going on I, I just sort of took the opportunity to to play it and completed it um and as of recording today i've just got the platinum on it um because uh, i wanted to go back and see what it was like on the playstation 5 because that is one of those games that does benefit from that improvement so i mean the game itself on the playstation 4 it ran at 30 frames per second. It did chug a bit in places. Uh, you know, it did feel like it was... I mean, it's it's a nice-looking game in some places, and in other places it it's not like a Last of Us 2 kind of like yeah. game. Well, it's, you know? it's a big open world, so you don't really expect it to hit that kind of level constantly, do you? Yeah. So... Um, you know, you could feel that it was kind of like it, it, it was struggling under the weight of, of the game, uh, the console was. Um, so, and it, and it did sort of like chug along a little bit in places. Um, so, but I completed it and it was fine, you know, it was fine. Um, the game itself is okay. It's um, it's one of those games where once you've played The Last of Us 2, because they've got similar themes, you know, in mm. terms of the, you know, the end of the world and people sort of like turning on each other and um it's almost like once you've gone from that movie story like quality of of uh acting and performance in the last of us 2 to it feels really basic you know what i mean yeah. that's not to say it's not enjoyable it's enjoyable in different ways but in terms of the story and the characters it just felt like a bit ham-fisted as opposed to sort of like you know well handled um yeah. there's there's no real characters that you kind of 
get on board with particularly um you know the main character is a bit of a knob to be quite honest <laughs> um uh, there's nothing particularly likable about him as such uh but still anyway i'm not going to go too much into detail about the game but over the last sort of like day or so i've played it on the playstation 5 mm-hmm. and it's it's almost like playing a different game you know is because it? it does run at that extra fl- clip you know it runs at 60 frames a second and i don't want to get too deep into all of that bollocks because it you know it's it can be divisive and it bores people and you know well your game runs at 60 frames a second the fact of the matter is you play console games a lot of them ran at 30 frames per second and people were really happy with that anyway you know it doesn't matter and i suppose from my point of view of having a pc yes you have the option to to change all of that and yes it is nicer to play a game for me anyway and that's something we'll talk about later on with spider-man we obviously had contrasting uh you know sort of like playthroughs with that but yeah it's it's one of those i suppose i yes i have been used to it and if i have the option yes it's it's for me preferable to play it again i mean now they're throwing in fucking 120 frames per second which is something (laughs) else um so it's kind of like well now it appears to be that the standard for playstation 5 games is to either have a really sort of like high graphical output and potentially a lower frame rate or to dial back the graphics a bit and have it run at a higher frame rate, which I think is great to have that option. You know, it's it's yeah, really good. If it's, if it's as simple as that, great. Yeah. But playing Days Gone again, it does feel like almost playing like a different game. Everything is just so much smoother. The menus, getting in and out of everything, the loading. Um, so in terms of playing that in backwards compatible mode is just brilliant you know and and it's great uh, so uh, hats off to them for doing that i don't know other than uh red dead 2 i suppose and the loading times have, have you tried anything in backwards compatible? no literally just red dead 2 um i think it looked a bit sharper but that could be i don't know whether it's sort of defaulting if there's a ps4 pro mode on it at all like if it took right. advantage of the, of the pro to up the res a little bit uh, maybe it did that as well. So I'm sure it looks a little bit sharper. Um, like I said, it did have a th- it, it's got a 30 frame limit, but when you were in um, Saint Denis on the PS4 normal, there's bits of that that chugged quite a lot. It, it dropped below 30, you know, maybe mm. sort of 20, low to mid 20s. Not very, not very often, but when it happens, you notice it. But obviously that that's gone. So that just ran smoothly. Uh, quick load times, quiet. Yeah, not much more to say on that because, like I said, because it was capped, you don't get the performance boost. Mm-hmm. But it just worked consistently, and I think consistency is as important as anything else. Yeah, so I've got like Ghosts of Tsushima, which um, I haven't played yet, but obviously I've downloaded that. Um, that's I think got runs now at an unlocked frame rate, uh, or sixty frames, I should say. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Um, fuck. Oh, what's the Aloy? What's the what's that game? Oh, um, oh shit, Horizon. No, Horizon. Horizon. Yeah, so I've got yeah. I've got that. I've never played that, so I'm looking forward to playing that. But um, that's not unlocked, is it? Because that had a thirty cap, I think. Okay, I wasn't sure if that had two modes on the pro, so you could sort of like play at a you know mess about with the settings. But yeah. any, either way, I'm looking forward to just playing that again. Um, but I think that's the thing, isn't it, with the these new consoles? Is it has a, unlocked in, in some ways a bit like a pc it's unlocked the ability to play a lot of your older games at either better quality loading 
um uh you know the 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 frame rates the graphics uh you know it it just it feels like it's breathed a bit of new life into some of the yeah, old like god it, god of war that apparently that's yeah. going to have a patch uh that that's going to you know uh run faster i mean i'd like to play through that again i mean i completed it but uh the, have the option to play through that again yeah. there's a, there's a lot of games isn't there you know and i think again not to be to be sort of like tribal about it or whatever but there's no denying that the launch for this for the ps5 is head and shoulders above you know the xbox um in terms of some of the 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 first party games and i think that's for yeah, me no, what I think what's so. you know what stands apart from the difference between xbox this well last generation now and playstation last generation are the um the first party games that you and, and this came out and i think in our conversation when we recorded the other abc gaming is that you know you can't argue with the quality of the play the, the first party content that sony have put out over the past seven years there's just been some phenomenal games you know and that's not to say that there's been you know um some bad games or you know there's there but i think on the xbox but if i had to pick one or the other i'd definitely pick sony over uh, over microsoft yeah well i yeah. i did i suppose coming from the 360 because uh, towards the end of the life of that i was looking then at the playstation exclusives all the metal gears and things that were coming out and i was jealous that they weren't happening um which is why i switched back over again and i don't i don't regret it last generation because yeah they had more stuff that i was interested in more of the sort of games that i like to play i'm not big in racing so forza i could play for a while and enjoy but but nothing major um gears gears is gears i, I quite mm-hmm. like gears gears of war but again by the time i hit the end of the third game i think i'd had enough of it and there just wasn't enough other other stuff you know and i was looking at the naughty dog output and things like that on the playstation 3 and was just just kind of thinking i kind of want to play those Mm. well that was what made me want to buy a playstation 3 in the first place was uncharted because it looked awesome you know (laughs) um and so um uh, that that was i suppose the decision for me in that respect i mean still had the 360 and that was my main gaming console in terms because that was that was the games that was the console i played multiplayer with um i rarely ever played multiplayer on the playstation 3 that was my my more exclusive console um whereas this time i think it's flipped around you know because you've got the you know um the, the exclusives and then you know i play multiplayer on the playstation and i think again I've, I've said it before but having a pc there's no reason for me to get an, a new xbox because no, you could just get game pass on that and that's the big that's xbox's big thing yeah and we, and wayne and i've been doing that you know we've been playing gears 5 together like he's yeah. got this the xbox uh and i've got got it on pc so we've been playing a bit of multiplayer and, and that works pretty well to be fair as well you know that, that connectivity so you know you, uh, props to microsoft in that respect of that they are focusing on pc and xbox and they're trying to sort of like what it appears to be is have that kind of that just um own that kind of space if if you like um right whereas you know when it's not just seeing the video of, of halo infinite looking a bit shonky you know compared to say spider-man or whatever it's just for me It'll be fun to play, I'm sure, in multiplayer uh, or co-op. 
but it's another Halo game. Yeah, you know. I mean, I, I want Microsoft to do well because competition is great. You know, it brings out the best in everyone. I just they they bought a lot of studios. They bought uh, Bethesda, not Bethesda. Was it yeah. Bethesda? Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping they just don't waste them, like it felt like they did with Rare for so long. Um, mm. I mean, I haven't got the affinity with Rare that a lot of people have got, but they seem to do nothing with them for years. So I'm, I'm hoping all the studios they're buying up don't just disappear or get turned into making games that are good enough or just make games as a service. It's the one thing the one thing I like about the PlayStation 4 was all of their exclusives, you know, I'm a you know, more or less I'm a single player person. They all all seem mostly tailored towards me. They've got their own stuff as well, but I don't want every game to be a service. I don't want every game to be something that I'm supposed to be playing for the next two or three years. I, I, I like self-contained stuff that I can play, enjoy, and move on mm-hmm. on something different. I don't, I, I don't want to play a game that's going to last me three or four years of constant random upgrading and looting and that kind of stuff. It's just not not what I'm in for. I don't think. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about the launch games and stuff on mm-hmm. on the PlayStation Five, but I think it's worth just mentioning the launch titles that were released on the PlayStation 4. Um, I'm not going to talk about the, the if you like, the cross-platform ones like yeah. Assassin's Creed, Black Flag, and Battlefield 4 or whatever. So uh, I suppose what you got were uh, Contrast. Do you remember that one? That was a PlayStation Plus game. Oh, yes. That was a weird, kind of a weird person, girl Noir thing. platformer. Yeah. yeah. It was rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Um, Dive Kick, which I never played, uh, nope. but apparently that was PlayStation. Flower. Yeah, although that was a PS3 game as well, wasn't it? Oh yes, yeah. yes. Uh, Knack. Never played it. Uh, Killzone Shadowfall. Looked uh, lovely. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what else was that? You got the Playroom. Uh, Resogun, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah, that was good. Um, sound Shapes, but again, I think that that was. was V- that yeah, um, and I think that's it in terms of like launch. What I'd class as exclusives yeah. as such. Um, then I'm just looking at launch window. So no, I'm not going to focus on that. Xbox One, you've got uh, Crimson Dragon, which I think that was a Connect game. Uh, Dead Rising Three, um, uh, Fighter Within, that was a Connect game. Forza Five. Uh, Killer Instinct, uh, Loco Cycle, um, what else was that? Rise, Son of Rome, uh, Xbox Fitness, Zoo Tycoon, and Zumba Fitness World Party. I think that I, that might have been a... No, that, I don't think that was cross-gen, because I think that they incorporated that as a Connect game. Yeah. So, so I mean, so then let's have a look, look at, you know, I suppose what I'd class as the exclusives for, for this then. So you've got Astro's uh, Playroom... Uh, yep. Or Ast- Astrobot, Bug Snacks, which yep. you can argue that's an exclusive or not because it's on PC. Um, it's PS4 as well, isn't it? I think. Yeah. I mean, there's uh, a lot of people. Sorry to say, there's a lot of people moaning that some games are out on PS4, some are out on PS5. I know Sony said they believe in generations, and I think they do, but they're going to be idiots if they don't release some stuff on the PS4 as well because of the user base. Oh, it's huge, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, with Demon Souls, that's yep. not on no. PlayStation Four, is it? Um, yes, Spider Man Miles Morales is, but the remastered version of Spider Man isn't, or is it? No, no, that no, that's no, that's just been remastered for the five, isn't it? To take advantage of ray tracing and load times. Yeah, and then Sackboy, a big adventure. Yeah, um, I think that might be, or is it not? I don't know. 
and then you've got all like the other games and whatever. So there's a, there's a lot out there, but I think if you look at some of the the sort of I suppose you know those games that I've mentioned, I I think this is quite a strong lineup personally yeah. speaking. Um, um, you know you, you're not getting. I mean, you know, yes, the the ex just I suppose for for uh, fairness, I guess uh, the Series X. I'm just looking, seeing. If there's anything there uh, that's, I don't think there's anything exclusive. Of, no, I don't think it, there is. But they've got it, like you know, cross gen, the cross the cross platform games, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Call of Duty. You know, there's some big hitters on both consoles. Yeah, updated versions of like you know, Forza Four, Gears Five, Gears yeah. Tactics. Um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so you know. It, I'm pretty happy with the stuff I've played so far. That's on the PlayStation Five. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I mean, talk about Astrobot because that's like you said, it's out the box, it's installed. Um, you know, it's it's it tells you this is to demonstrate the capability of the Dual Sense. So tell us a bit about your experiences well, with that. It's the very first thing, isn't it? The first thing as soon as you load the game up, you start. Um, I think it. When you first load it, I don't know if it's before the title screen or just after you click new game, the first thing you get is a little four-point presentation as a really, really, really basic introduction to the DualSense, mm-hmm. um, which is, uh, what is it? Holding the triggers in. Yeah, it's holding like... the triggers in to get thrusters to come out of the bottom of the pad. It's um, Blowing into the microphone. Yeah, or I find just rubbing it with the thumb equally does a good, uh, does just a good a job. You're <laughs> um, not, into, not into blowing? Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, you get your thumb in, thumb in between those two flaps at the side of the uh, of the pad and give it a good rub of the hole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the touchpad. Um, yeah, and the adaptive triggers. Yes. Oh, the, yeah, the haptic feedback and all that kind yeah, of stuff but, as well. Yeah, Astrobot. It, it's kind of turning to Sony's mascot. I'm, I don't know why they don't make more of a fuss about him because uh, we know going back to. Uh, rescue mission in vr that that's amazing um, mm. this very much does the same kind of thing as just as a tech demonstration i mean it's not the longest game of the world it's what what four hours maybe four three or five to four, hours three to four hours yeah yeah doesn't need to be any longer than that it's free and it doesn't need to be as full as it is what what you have is a multi-leveled platform romp uh, through the history of PlayStation, essentially, uh, gathering up artifacts, which is every PlayStation console accessory that Sony made, uh, collecting puzzle pieces, A to B in a, in a level. Uh, but the big difference is, whereas VR, obviously, the special move, it, special move, the special thing was it was in VR this time, is, yeah, it's introducing you to the world of feedback, triggers, and sound in some absolutely wonderful ways. Mm. And it, 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 although it's quite simple in some, you know, I suppose compare it to say Spider Man or um, or uh, Demon Souls, it's still a great looking game. I think it's yeah. beautiful. You know, it's it's four K sixty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it is. It is an awesome game to play. I mean, I've heard it described as. I mean, I think we described the PSVR game as, uh, you know, the most Nintendo game that Nintendo hasn't made. Yeah. Um, it's, which... it's the most impressive demo since the T-Rex demo on the PlayStation 1, which is also very apt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
it's it's a you know like you said it's a, a, a history lesson of everything PlayStation. It's a little love letter, isn't it? It's a little the, love letter written by kids. Yeah, it's so charming. There's so much to love and appreciate. I mean, when you do find all the little uh, accessories and the consoles, and it goes through the whole, what was it, 25 years, you know, from the PS1 yeah. up to the PS4. Each uh, of the four levels represents one of the consoles, doesn't it? And everything that came out around that console. Yeah. And the music, you know, it, yeah. it's it's really lovely. Like, uh, there's there's little nods to it. Like, there's that song where it's talking uh, about, it's going, S S. And, <laughs> and I love GPU. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's a, you, you can find like the lyrics, can't you? Is one yeah. of the little hidden things, and uh, it's just a. I mean, I, I, I must admit, I'm not really into getting platinums until um, I, you know, I got the platinum for um, Borderlands Three recently with Pete, and then it's kind of like reminding me what I used to like about achievements. Yeah. I have to, you know, and uh, so. And I think with this generation, I'm kind of looking to perhaps go forward a bit more with trying to get Platinums on on games. Because it's almost like you want to get the most out of them, you know. Well, maybe not with every game for me because some of them are too big. But, I mean, in my seven years on PS4, I think I had one Platinum. Yeah. Uh, Within within three days or two or three days of my PS5, I had one Platinum. So I've already matched it because I Platinumed it as well because you'd be stupid not to. It's it, yeah, fun. it's 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 amazing. I, I introduced it to the kids as well, and the kids loved it. You know, and because it's quite a simple game to play, really. You got a, dump, a jump, a double jump, a punch, and a super punch, and then you've got like little things that you can find, like you know your uh, bow and arrow and whatever. But it just and, and you know, like I, I, I played it first, you know, so I, I I knew what it felt like with those triggers, yeah, uh, and feeling the tension in them when, well, you know, when you pull your bow and arrow away, you're doing something, and like if you, like I said, if you, when you find a collectible and you zoom into it, and you zoom into it in like minute detail, and yeah. it shows everything, like all the serial numbers, everything, it's yeah, like the beautiful, it's great. Oh, it, it is a really simplistic platformer, um, yeah, but just elevated by charm. Because I mean, like I said, I, I th- is the is the whole game supposed to be taking place inside a PS Five? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. At the start know, of the game, actually. it kind of goes inside the console. So mm. I didn't know if it was supposed to, but um, I've lost my train of thought now. Yeah. So as well as all that, you you know, because the uh, Astrobots are they are they all called Astrobot, or is the Astrobot the main character? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, going through each level, there are. Many, many, many instances of little groups of Astrobots just um, recreating scenes out of uh, famous PlayStation games. Oh, yeah. But it's not just the ones you think. So it's not just like Crash Bandicoot or anything. It's dark stuff like um, Silent Hill 2 and, and yeah. Heavy Rain. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's crazy, but all completely adorable. And it, yeah, so good. Yeah, because this is without it, getting into any of the feeling. Yeah, I, I, um, I think one of the first ones you see is like the Astrobots recreating uh, God of War. Yeah, which uh, <laughs> is amazing. Um, but it is—it's just a beautiful, beautiful love letter, and and it plays and feels amazing. I think I said to you that you know if they did a patch where they made this a VR game as well, you'd oh. be sort of like total immersion and feel. Yeah. Um, it would just be great, you know. But uh, I mean. 
um, spoiler alert, you know, um, Astrobot Rescue Mission was probably one. It was one of our favourite games of, if not our favourite game of the generation. Uh, you know, it was just it was amazing, uh, and it's almost like I don't know whether this. Yes, it would be great if it was in VR, but I think it's just brilliant on its own. Yeah, I don't, you know, um, I don't think it needs to be in VR to make it any better. No. No, Almost. no. I mean, yeah, Rescue Mission was, you could tell it was designed for VR, just the scale of the levels. Now, this isn't always the same. Well, mind you, it work in VR, fantastic. I don't know what I'm talking about. But this is based around around feeling. And, like, before it came out, we heard a lot about, oh, you can, you can tell when you're walking through uh, grass or if you're running on metal or snow. And I think the the trick of the dual senses it isn't just the feedback it's it's not just the triggers it's a it's when it's a mixture of triggers feedback and that and the speaker as well when they all work in unison it's mm-hmm. it's amazing uh, especially that one of the later I say one of the later levels you can go to any level at any any order but it, that umbrella with the rain, I thought, was amazing. Oh. Well, that's that's what I was going to cite as probably one of the most impressive things. You know, of, not just the triggers, but the, the I suppose the haptic feedback yeah. is because like you you walk in uh, part of the, the level and it starts raining and it's light rain at first and you can just in the controller in different parts of the controller the little plinky plinky feeling yeah. of the, the 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 rain falling on the umbrella and then as the rain gets heavier it gets like the the, the more the you know the the effect of the rain falling in your controller just intensifies and it just yeah. it's you know uh it's it, that it's, mixed with the with the with the sound coming out the speaker as well which matches obviously the raindrops that happen inside your hands as well. It's just the whole effect of it is just it's just mes- it's just mesmerising. It's really 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 good. Yeah, and so, um, I played a fair whack of that game with my headphones on because I wanted to experience the three D audio, which yeah. they've been talking about. What's um, it like? Because I haven't done that yet. So there's a setting that you can go into in the menu uh, screen where you can sort of like set set it how you want it and it kind of like it you can hear running water and then you can set it sort of like so it's along the middle if you like of your your headphones Uh, or you can put it lower or it just it's sort of like it shows you what it sounds like when it's lower and then even lower than that or higher and then even low even higher than that so i'll get the concept of it playing it in game i mean you know i've got um steel series arctic probe um, headset so it's a decent headset to be fair yeah. um and it does benefit from the 3d audio but i mean so the sound sounds good already so i can't say i've been blown away by it like i am say with the controller or the loading speeds and all so, that kind of jack yeah because i was kind of semi blown away by the you know i can describe it you know if you're playing vr without your headphones in hmm. because you know there is there is a bit of sound processory in that little um vr box but you know how, like, if you sat in front of the telly, obviously you can't see it, but you turn left and right, then it, even if you're not wearing headphones, you get that stereo effect from your TV. Yeah. Which yeah. I always found bafflingly clever. That it is. Yeah. It's, it it's does not... a similar thing with the speaker out of the pad. Okay. Which So uh, there's one level where I think uh, there's, like, cars or something flying towards you. Uh, I think it's the SS, SSD Speedway, I think it might be called. There's things zooming past you, especially near the end. And that starts off in the screen, and as it goes past you, that sound seems to travel. It doesn't just go from screen to pad. It seems to travel from your screen to your joypad, then to past your head. Mm. So you get that that with the with the 
haptic and that as well it really does feel like something's just zooming past you and it sounds like something's zooming past you even though all you've got is your standard tv speakers and epoxy little speaker and your joypad it, the whole lot combines to kind of trick your mind that it feels probably more than it is mm. really clever that's really cool um the one thing that blew me away always blew me away about vr was like um say like london heist or uh you know blood and truth is when you'd pick up a phone and you'd put it to your ear yeah <laughs> That's <laughs> mental, and and it, you know, you tear it in that ear, when, yeah. and and the sound would almost like get the further you you moved it away from your ear, that it would be more. De- I was like, how the fuck does it know that? It's yeah, amazing. no, that's true. Yeah, that that baffles me. I don't understand that, but yeah, they seem to have done the same thing with the with the joypad, which is uh, yeah. the dual sense, which is bleh, I don't know, but you do feel you do feel different uh, different surfaces on it. You know, ice skating. Feels oh, very cool. different to running through grass or running through sand. It's yeah. it's really really good. And again, when you if you're playing without headphones, when you're skating around, yeah, the there is some of that sound of the of the skates themselves or the pointy bits of your feet. It's coming mm-hmm. through the pad, but it combines with everything else to just work. Yeah, and just bring something to the game that that wasn't there before. And yeah, um, Pete was saying that. Um... He, you know, he appreciates the haptic feedback, but he hasn't necessarily been as blown away by that as, say, the the dual, uh, the the, the what do you call them, the triggers, yeah. the adaptive triggers. Um, however, saying that, I was watching him playing Demon Souls uh, last night, and he was there's like the level has like a, a sort of throbbing heart or a, like a this kind of evil throbbing thing in the middle of the, the you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so. But the closer he got to it, the more feedback he felt in the controller, which yeah. put him on edge. And I think it's things like that, you know, there's like with Miles Morales, which we'll talk about in a second, is like, say, if he's tapping on a computer, it's almost like that tiny little sort of little bit of a feedback, like you can feel him like tapping away on the computer. Yeah. It just all those little things just add to that. Oh, that immersion. That's the word I was looking for. It's, earlier it's the on. subtlety of it, isn't it? Which I've, I've not experienced that kind of subtleness to to. Um, feedback before yeah it could do um, something so little and something massive yes um but yeah astrobot was is fantastic uh it's it's great I've, I've i've loved playing every minute of it and like you said um i wanted to get everything in it i wanted to get all the collectibles i wanted to get all the pieces you know even to a point where you got like the the little vending machine thingy where you you know each trigger so you click on the left trigger it, it pulls the the slot yeah, like, slot, it has slot that machine isn't it clunk doesn't it that proper clunk of an old school um like an old school fruit machine arm like a mechanical arm on the side of an old fruit machine yeah and you you have to not say force you have to click on the the trigger yeah. to and it gives you that feedback like when it's you've pulled it yeah it's not just and like then, it's like Kunk. It's a yeah. Kunk. It's great. Uh, and then the right trigger like squeezes and or opens the uh you know the the, the ball wherever you've got. Yeah. I mean you uh, can just mash that straight down and it just crushes it straight away. But if you do it really slowly, you can feel the tension as you're squeezing onto that ball before it breaks. Really good. Yeah, and that's the other thing. I think they tried to do it a little bit with um the dual shock because I think it was ghost recon breakpoint i played and there's a like you can snipe people if you yeah. hold the trigger down a touch it was sort of like almost give you like it would slow your breathing down and you give you but it was so like 
it was like it was a bit sort of half-hearted. It didn't quite work as well as you would want it to. Whereas you could totally imagine something like that working really well. Because even one of the levels in Astro Bot, it does say to you, don't don't squeeze it too hard. <laughs> Almost. I think yeah. there's like... Because it, 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 you will... Uh, it, you either lose your grip or you break the, the platform that you're trying to grip onto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it doesn't do that very often. I think it only did it with one thing. Um, yeah. So, but it, it, it did. I think with Astro Bot, and we've said this before, like comparing it to, say, Mario, it's just like, particularly with this, where it's demonstrating what it does with the pad, each level feels like it's showing you something different. Yeah. You never get bored. Never once got bored, um, you know, playing through it. So... Yeah, it did that. It did that with Rescue Mission in VR, and every every level just brings some little new idea. Yeah, and it does the same every 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 time on this. Something new, something new to feel. Yes. So. Yeah. There you go. Um, so I think we waxed lyrical enough about Astrobot, yes. but um, Miles Morales was another game that um, you got and yep. I got as well. And again, I've platinumed it um, as as of I think six thirty this morning because I woke up early Bloody and. Yeah, so that essentially just played through it twice. So the, I suppose the thing with this is that um, it now offers two modes. Mm-hmm. You've got like the uh, 30 frames per second um, fidelity mode, which then will show off all the ray tracing effects and reflections that are now in the game. Or you can play at 60 frames a second and that will be dialed back. Um, so I chose to play the the game in the 60 frames a second mode i turned on the the ray tracing um for odd sections like there's a bit where you're walking through a market which yeah. I, I turned it on for that bit just because you know there's low and the thing is about this game there's loads of reflections there's loads of reflective sur- surfaces that to look at so it, you know it does want to show off that ray tracing effect and, and everything um but for me, I felt like it looked beautiful as it was, and, and it is a gorgeous-looking game without the, the ray tracing. So I played the vast majority of the game at that higher frame rate because I prefer to play with that you know, extra smoothness, yeah. I guess, if you want to call it that. Whereas, funnily enough, we had this conversation on WhatsApp the other day. You did the opposite, didn't you? Yes. So I, t- I, tell I, me about your experiences with that, then. I went with Fidelity because... I played the original one, obviously on PlayStation 4 standard, and that was 30 frames a second, and it's that feels smooth enough to me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I didn't ever think that 30 frames a second weren't going to be smooth enough for this type of game. Um, often it's not. Like you said, I come from console, so I don't really know the benefits of 60 frames all the time. I've been playing 30 for years. And I wanted to see what all the ray tracing fuss was about. And I'll admit, first time, I wasn't blown away straight away by it. It took a little while because, yeah, it is a gorgeous-looking game. Uh, it's so much sharper. There's so much more detail than than the PS4 version. Um, but the ray tracing didn't blow me away for a little while until I realised what's missing. Because I did watch some videos of it without it, and just to realise what was missing from the game when it's not there, which is just a sense of absolute space, I suppose, like a, a realism to the space that's missing just swinging past those all those skyscrapers and having a proper a proper reflection in it or running up the skyscraper with a proper reflection in it it does add a lot to the world it does make mm. everything just seem solid you know there's there's nothing to break that wall of that's brilliant looking why is there a blocky building in the window or why is there nothing why is there no cars reflected or why can't i see myself in the in the window when i'm climbing up it 
I think yeah, the, the original Spider-Man looked great from when you're swinging. It looked great. As soon as you hit the side of a building, it kind of it, it, if you looked, it lost a bit of its sparkle. This gives you the option to have both essentially, and some of the interiors, especially when you get to the like the rocks on level uh, areas where everything is all shiny and that it just looks great. It looks fucking great and. As a game as well, it is very much it is very much another Spider-Man game. You're doing very similar things in a the same place, albeit a different season than you were in the first game, mm-hmm. uh, but with not as much fluff, which is a good move. Um, I don't think I'd want another thirty-five hours of exactly the same thing. No. So this is more. I think, like we said, a, a Lost Legacy, Uncharted style game. So it's a lot shorter. There's still a bit of collecting, but traversing is always fun in this game so it's not a problem but lengthwise so i haven't completed it yet i'm a fair way through it um mm-hmm. i enjoyed every minute of it to be fair i love the character i love the style of it um i don't know if they, if they do but they will do a spider-man 2 i think they'll need to mix it up with different mission types and stuff in a full sequel but perfectly willing to accept it in in this game but uh no, it's a really really great game and the additional powers that you get as Miles are fucking ace and make mm. the combat so much more fun. Yeah. The, the Venom powers like lightning punches and charges and lifting people up. And it's, I thought, I like the combat in Spider-Man, but I prefer the combat in this because you just feel like you've got that bit extra in your back pocket to rely more on. More options. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I I loved it as well. Like I said, I, I wouldn't have played through it twice if I uh, didn't really like it. And uh it's, it, I mean, like I said, because it's funny because I um, downloaded the PlayStation 4 um, version of Spider-Man because yeah. there was a couple of trophies that I'd missed off that. Um, and so I wanted to do that. And that, I thought that was an amazing looking game. But and I think it's one of those where people were arguing, oh, well, it's not that much of a step up. I think once you'd go back and you do look at the PlayStation 4 game and then you look at, you know, Miles Morales and even the remastered version of Spider-Man, it is a bit of a jump because the remastered version of Spider-Man does that as well. It has the ray tracing and it was the, the higher frame rate options. And so, you know, it's it, it does look, I think, notably better. Yeah. Uh you know, and yeah, same same as that. You know, more focused, tighter, a bit of collectibles. Um, characters great. Um, had that emotional kick. You know, I I thought it was really really good, really well handled. Um, just a, a really awesome game. I, th- I think like you, if they are going to do a Spider Man two, uh, then I don't know whether they have to change things up slightly. Because yeah. um, I don't think I'd want another like forty hour sort of like doing a lot of the thing. I mean, those are optional, a lot of them, but, you know, they're there, so you're going to do them, I think, can't you, if you want to see yeah, the, they, they the game. Yeah, they need a few different missions, just a different structures of the game, I think. Yeah, and, and there's no Mary Jane, uh, stealth. you know, stealth missions. Which were always baffling, because it was like, why can I die in this stealth section when I, it's being told retrospectively by a main character? So mm-hmm. I can't die because otherwise she wouldn't be there to tell me what I'm playing in the first place. So yeah. why am I doing it anyway? It doesn't make any sense. It sort of breaks it, doesn't it? Yeah. I guess. For, but um, but no, I, I absolutely loved it. And uh, also, I gotta say, love the Spider Verse costume when you put the uh, the animation oh, style yeah. on it. I don't know if I can play the whole game like it, but it looks <laughs> yeah. amazing. 
I did it for about ten minutes, and I was like, "No, it's it's awesome that it's there, but I don't I don't want to no. play the game because it kind of it's sort of very jerky. Like you know, it just didn't feel like um, yeah. as smoother as as responsive as it, perhaps it, once it's it great to be. for swinging around for, for to make it look cool, but actually playing the game and fighting and stuff, it's a bit it's a bit jarring. But um, no, I appreciate the style. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, that was uh, now Demon Souls. I have to say, I, I you know. I uh, my history with that is I completed it, uh, hated it originally when I or played it because everybody was talking about it. You know this this uh, you know um, import game that is a bit niche and everybody's uh, you got to play it. You know because it's amazing. Played it, rented it from Love Film, hated it, and then couldn't stop thinking about it. So ended up buying it and ended up completing it and loving it. You know, <laughs> at that point, kind of I suppose fell in with the whole. You know the, the Souls things blew up at that point, didn't it? You know and. Yeah. Uh, you know, Bloodborne and whatever. Um, so it, I'm really excited to play, but I know it's going to be one of those games that I want to get my teeth into, and I didn't want to just sort of like play it for no, 30 minutes. It's exactly just... the same. I've, I've got it, haven't touched it yet, because I have yet to click with a Soul Strike Stroke Bloodborne game. Um, <clears throat> I found Bloodborne too irritating, but half the time wasn't because I was dying, it was the like one minute 15 wait between you got to between dying and playing the game again mm-hmm. and obviously that is now not an issue it's all gone yeah and so i've uh, i've been like i said i've watched pete play it a couple of, and admittedly yes in only in a small window uh, on my screen but even so um he listening to him talk about it and listening to him sort of like say how amazing and how impressed he is with how it looks um, you know, is a big statement, you know, and something I'm looking forward to checking out. Um, and it, it, like, it, it, you know, I agree with him um, that it's odd, but awesome at the same time that Sony have chosen to have this as probably their tentpole flagship launch yeah, title game. It's not a, it's not necessarily a crowd pleaser, is it? It's not the it's, one you get all your all your little kids and old people in with. It's Really does seem like this is a, a remake for those people who are been who have been PlayStation owners for a long time. Yeah, and I think that's the thing, isn't it? That's the the general feeling I've got from the PS Five is that it it does like with Astro Bot and the whole you know the love and attention and care that, that you know and the history lessons and all the little nods and winks to PlayStation and Sony and then you know you've got Demon Souls as a launch title game. Um, you know, it it does feel like they have. For all their faults, and people are arguing and saying, "Oh, they're just getting arrogant now and whatever," um, they've made some fucking awesome games available on day one, yeah. you know, uh, for people. Um, a couple of games. Well, another game I, I did try Sackboy very, very briefly. For well, I say I did. The kids played it for about thirty yeah. minutes. Uh, looks nice enough, but you know, uh, and I've heard it's very good. So, but uh, you can play that four-player local co-op. But I think they're going to patch it in so you can play it online. So I'll probably yeah. check that out later on. I'm thinking um, about that one because I could probably play that with Rebecca. To be fair, yeah, um, and then call of duty i got that um I'm tempted i am seriously tempted by it although i know yeah. I, i'll only play it for the campaigns so i don't know if i could bring myself to plonk that much cash on a on a very sh- on like a four what five six hour five. call of yeah. duty campaign it's a lot I, it's a lot I, but those guns and the fucking triggers <laughs> 
so I haven't played the campaign, but we played a bit of zombies and a bit of multiplayer. Yeah. And I, and so I did get the opportunity to test out the uh, the triggers because the the thing with this, and we've said this before, with the triggers. Each gun feels differently, and I'll put, I'll put a video in WhatsApp, um, you know, which is like a sort of two-minute video demonstration of watching somebody. You can see the TV in the background, and it's close, like a close-up yeah. shot of them clicking the triggers uh, or pulling the triggers with each gun, and you could tell each gun looked different. Yeah. And but it I'm does. But it's not just that. I'm hoping it's a mixture again, that mixture of the triggers doing their thing, but also the feedback coming through the pad as well being different for each gun. Yeah, well, I can only speak on, on, like I said, you know, firing a pistol is different to firing a machine gun, which is different to firing a shotgun. It's it is pretty awesome how they've done it. I have to say, you know, yes, you can argue it's a bit gimmicky, but at the same time, it it is pretty spot on. It's it, one of them. Yeah. It once you've done it, you don't necessarily want to give it up. I mean, I've heard some people say that multiplayer people won't necessarily want to play it with all that on. They might turn it off because it's all about precision and speed whereas you yeah. don't want that force feedback causing you to be slower but I well, just during a campaign it'd be fucking amazing yeah it's funny you mention that because we did play a couple of multiplayer games like zombies is fine because you're playing against like bots essentially aren't you yeah. but playing again we did play the, a couple of multiplayer games and yeah i turned it off after one game because it was just that extra fraction or two of a second um to click the trigger in to fire your gun it just to give, it does give you that disadvantage. Um, yeah. As, so, yeah, uh, in multiplayer, it's probably not for the best. But, yeah, as an experience, I'm looking forward to jumping into the campaign. Um, so, yeah, but then that's what I was saying. It's like when you've played a load of PS5 games with the haptic feedback and the um, the adaptive triggers, going back to then Days Gone, which has just got standard rumble and no triggers, felt really odd, yeah. you know. Um, and I just really missed it. Because uh, you, know, you can imagine, like, having, say, like the rev of your bike, because you're riding a bike for the, yeah. a lot of the game, you know, having that in your triggers uh, or something would just, you know, be pretty cool. Um, but that's what I was saying earlier on about in terms of, like, I've found that I have had to, when I've been playing PS5 games anyway, um, charge the controller every night because it's just, it appears to be running out of battery quite a lot. But I then, I, I have it. On the highest intensity. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same here. So. I mean, Astrobot. Yeah, that drained it a little bit, but that's throwing everything at you constantly. Um, Red Dead, obviously, that that just has standard rumble. I didn't miss anything on that because I wasn't expecting it, and um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I was desperately trying to finish Red Dead before the PS5 turned up for some reason. As it turned out, I was about ten hours short. But uh, yeah, so I ended up playing ten hours on the PS5, which was glorious because it was quiet. But um, I didn't miss it on that. They don't use it that much in Spider-Man. There's, there is tension, isn't there, when you're swinging? There is a bit of tension, mm-hmm. but it's quite subtle. But that's again, that's the thing, though. I think it's one of those things that it probably isn't as subtle as I'm thinking. But my brain is now used to having it there. So if yeah. I go back and then just start playing stuff where it isn't there, it, 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 it's going to feel all empty and wrong and too easy to pull triggers back and flappy and stuff it's gonna be weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's like um once you've experienced it now uh it it, it just wouldn't feel right you know not having it if yeah. you know what i mean so 
Um, but I think that's it in terms of games I've played. Is there anything else you've played? I tried Bug Snacks for about 10 minutes, but not really got much to say about it. It, it, it could be quite charming. Um, but I don't know why I did that. I put that on before I started Spider-Man. Then I realised in my head, it was like, no, next on the yeah. list is Spider-Man. So then I just yeah. stopped playing it. But it doesn't look anything special, to be fair, because you know, it's it's basically an indie, like a cheap indie game, isn't it? Well, not cheap, but a simplified cartoony indie game. It looks fine. Um, had some good voice acting in it though, and I'm interested. I'm still interested to see where the plot goes on it because I'm sure it's going to be darker than it seems. But it, mm. it did seem like it could be quite fun. Yeah. I will go. So, I'll get round to that after Spider Man. Then I'll uh, I'll do Bug Snacks and then I'll uh, settle into Dark's Demon Souls and try and yes. uh, try and finally get through one of them or past yeah. the boss. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, for me, I think I'm going to probably play uh, the campaign of Call of Duty next because again, it's a shorter game, and I'm I'm focusing on the the smaller games and uh, like say Astro Bot, My, Miles Morales, uh, and then Call of Duty before I, I like you, I'll get into um, um, Demon, Demon Souls. Souls. <laughs> yeah, couldn't fucking think of it then. Um, but there you go. Um, mm. Is there anything else that you want to say about the PlayStation Five? Not that I can think of. I think we've more or less covered everything. Only only that it's just been really impressive so far. Just 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 for living with, it's just been quiet, responsive, does exactly what I wanted it to do. It was simple to set up. It's simple to use. Looks great. Sounds great. It's pretty much everything I wanted it to do thus far. Mm. Yeah, I'm really happy with it as well. Um I'm I'm totally happy with like I said the 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 exclusive games that it comes with or I suppose if you want to call them semi exclusive because they're on PlayStation Four but they're still exclusives aren't yeah. they they're not on any other system um, and I mean, the backwards I've got, com- sorry, I've, I've, so I've got Cyberpunk turning up and I really don't know if I want to start that before it gets a full a patch full patch yeah. next year yeah uh, so I've got Avengers sitting on my hard drive as well but again I think that's going to get a patch next year as well yeah. so I'm probably not going to start that I have I've got plenty to play. That. Because it's yeah. gone cheap. Um, I'm not really bothered, again, not bothered about all the multiplayer stuff, but I thought, eh, it's cheap enough just to have a good, have a, have a go with a single player and then pretty much get rid of it, maybe. Yeah. I, don't, uh, I need to, I, but again, need to focus. Focus on what I've got. Focus on doing those first. That's it. And I've got a couple of VR games I want to try on it. So I've got Blood and Truth, which I want to, because uh, that, that's only a short game. Yeah. Um, but famously, I had that fucking bug, which meant <laughs> that I couldn't finish the prick um yeah, so I've got that and i've got uh squadrons as well that i haven't played yes yet. i've got yeah. star wars squadrons which i got downloaded so i'm looking forward to trying that out as well um so uh, i've got plenty to keep me going for the rest of this year you know and then next year looking forward you know you've got ratchet and clank oh looking forward uh, to that that'll be awesome because ratchet and clank was cool on the uh ps4 um horizon maybe if it gets uh launch next yep. year was it launch window i think so i think they've said uh second half of the year now okay i'm not necessarily uh, sure I, I would i wouldn't be surprised if it, if it got moved back but if if the, if it comes out great it means i'll have to finish the first one well sorry start the first one again and then get around to finishing it again but i'm, I'm fine with that uh i'm just looking if there's anything look in terms of launch window um, bear with me. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Oh, PS Five launch window. So, um, da, da, let's have a look. 
Um, Odd World, not particularly bothered about no, that. No, not too fast. Uh, so I mean, there's no, I mean, Control apparently the Ultimate Edition that's supposed to be coming, but I think you bounced off that fairly quickly. Yeah, didn't you? I can always try that again. That's the thing is I've got some nice games at launch. There will be nice games come out next year. You've still got all the third party stuff. I've still got a giant backlog to go th- yeah. to try. And, I, I can pick any one of thirty odd games and and do something with those. But at least now I'm I will be playing the best version I can on the system that I've owned. Does yeah, that and sense? that's that's making, the exciting. Yeah, that's the exciting thing for me as well. Is he's have he's been able to play some of the games that came out on PS4 at maybe a slightly higher frame rate or uh, you know. Yeah. with some improvements um and that'll be awesome that's that's me set you know so i'm not desperate for new games because there's plenty to keep me going for oh, yeah. a while absolutely uh that's it then i think um but before we go uh i, I just want to say um that um for the first time well we, we give away a lot of stuff um dvds mainly but um for the first time in forever, and I feel like singing Frozen, uh, which you've probably never seen. Uh, no. but I don't, I don't a... mean the old Madonna song. No, <laughs> no. There's a Frozen. Uh, there's a Frozen song that goes like that. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about that. Um, is uh, we have got some actual like video games to give away, and I'm not just sort of like talking about any kind of indie rubbish or whatever. That sounds really disparaging to windy stuff. <laughs> some <more> stuff. <laughs> you fucking snob. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anyway, some sort of like you know, big games. Shall we? Shall we put it like that? And physical copies as well, not just like the digital um, uh, versions, uh, which is pretty exciting. I get you know, considering you know that we're not a, a huge massive uh, media outlet and you know, video games uh, company or whatever. The fact that we've got some pretty cool games to give away is awesome. Now, Dave's going to do the usual Twitter comp- competition or giveaway, if you want to call it that. It's not really a competition. All you've got to do is is retweet the, the message that gets sent out. But that's only going to get you one opportunity to be thrown into the draw to, to uh, potentially win or, uh, or get one of these games, get your hands on one of these games. If you take one minute out of your day to send an email to um, the website, and you can do that by going to um, 60mw.co.uk, um, and you know there's a contact page on there, so you don't really even have to type a, an email particularly. If you just go to the contact us page, uh, and then you can put in your name, your email address, your message, it will take you a minute. You don't have to send us anything fancy in or anything like that. If you wanted to send us a review in so that we can put it on the website, that's amazing. Um, but you genuinely don't have to. All you, you have to do is just say, I listen to the latest ABC of gaming or something like that. Or, hi, my name is Jim and I'd like to win. Or, can, can you send me a copy of this? Yeah. If you do that, then you will be, you'll have an extra 10 entries so an extra 10 chances to to get one of your hands on one of these games. And thank you to the lovely people at uh, 2K. So we have got a physical copy of PGA Tour 2K21 to give away. Uh, a physical copy... Oh, and that's on PlayStation 4. A physical copy of Mafia Trilogy on Xbox to give away. Blimey. Uh, a physical copy of WWE 2K Battlegrounds on N- Nintendo Switch. 
and a physical copy of NBA 2K21 uh, on PlayStation 4. So, you know, they're pretty decent. That ain't bad. That's not to be sniffed at. Giveaways. So if you send us, like I said, go. To, you can type the email separately, but nobody's going to remember contact at 60minuteswith.co.uk. Just use the contact us form. It's the simplest way to send us a message uh, or send us a quick email. So And just say... I heard about, you know, can I have a copy of PGA or can I have a copy of Mafia or whatever it is that you're interested in? And then you got more chances to win um, than people who just retweet. And I get Dave's frustration uh, because, you know, when we've asked people to send us emails in the past, you know, we've hardly got any fucker who's done it. Uh, and I get that people, you know, can't be asked or whatever. Um, but it would just be nice for 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 Dave to read something, I guess, because it just cheer him up a little bit and um, he gives you more chances to win. And so there you go. Uh, And I think I'd prefer the stuff to go to people who actually may listen to this than just somebody who happens to retweet it on Twitter and is lucky enough to get picked out of the hat or however Dave gives it away. Uh, So, yeah, and it'd be a nice Christmas present as well. And Dave will send them out. Uh, you know, I think he's going to run it until the 20th of December, he said. So, as I said, this is being recorded on the 26th of November and it's going to be released on the 30th of November. Um, so I better get cracking and editing it. Um, and then you've got pretty much like 20 days. Uh, so and I don't know if he's going to do this, but if you wanted to send him multiple emails, you might even get more chances to, to win or to be picked out of the hat. So, yeah. Please do that because um, it would be nice to give away something to people who actually take the time to listen to the show. And with that all being said, um, I'm at Dastardly Jabby on Twitter. Uh, where are you, Adam? I'm at Ape Mutterings. Um, it's been fantastic talking about yeah. the PlayStation. Um, really been enjoyed building it. up this for quite a while. Years, yeah. in fact. Yeah, and so like these things don't come around, and I know that we've gone a bit nerdy with the PlayStation and gone into detail with a lot of the features and various things that have, you know, we've uh, experienced a lot of them for the first time. Um, so you know, we've gone over two hours into this, believe it or not, <laughs> uh, which I thought we will be done in an hour. Um, but you know, we never put a time limit on these things, no. so it's great to just you know kind of share that uh, experience of of what it's been like to play on a new console for the first time. Yeah. So there you go. This isn't because we hate Xbox or anything either. Like I said, competition. I want, bo- I want both to do well. Mm. We just neither yeah. of us have the Xbox. so No. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes in 2021. We'll see what, how everything fucking goes in 2021. Can't, can't be uh, much worse than 2020. <laughs> well, I <don't> know. <laughs> but I shouldn't tempt fate. It's, it's, picked, it's picked up this month. We're okay. Yeah cool well there you are uh anyway we've got new consoles so we're always right with the world but oh, uh yeah. so um we will see you uh in 2021 yes. probably uh or unless you hear the historic show <laughs> after this the the one that's a few weeks older but it will be newer if that makes sense yeah um but you'll have a hopefully a, a good giggle at that um and there you go. Two different shows, contrasting in style, I think, but um, none the less uh, lesser of quality. I don't think is fair to say. I'm, yeah. ra- I'm rambling now. So well, we'll be back next year with films and sledgehammer yeah. and other TV <gasps> and awesome stuff. Yeah, I'm having December off because I fucking feel like it, and why not? Yeah, exactly. Uh, 
so there you go I'm, I'm going to enjoy just chilling with the kids and playing games and not having to worry about staying up till one in the morning and doing a podcast <laughs> <laughs> anyway right thank you for listening and I will well we'll speak to you in 2021 Indeed. have a good one <laughs>